4: Twas the night before the end of the NBA regular season and all quiet on the home front. But LeBron James is up to his old tricks. We will discuss. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. On your car insurance, just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. There are 12 games left in the NBA regular season, the final day of supposed competition, in air quotes, Uh, and there's still a lot to be decided in the NBA as far as seeding is concerned. In the Eastern Conference, you have the three and four seeds that will be decided. That does matter because in the second round, the number three seed, will be on a collision course, most likely with the Boston Celtics minus Kyrie Irving. You also have the number six and eight seeds in the East that must be determined. Uh, the Washington Wizards uh, took down the Boston Celtics, so the, the six seed still in play. The Wizards are, are going to end up the seventh or the eighth seed. Uh, there are there's, there's one scenario in which Washington will finish in six. The Wizards have to win their game and then Toronto has to hold off Miami. The Sixers have to beat the Milwaukee Bucks. So there's some scenarios there in play. And in the West, it's wide open, three through eight. Toss it up in the air everywhere into a bag, and and you have that. Now, for me, the story that I know is going to be discussed over and over as the NBA regular season comes to an end here is in Ohio. And there's a box. Where's the box? And it's going to be checked. In northern Ohio, if you've not been paying attention to the back channels of NBA basketball, you might have missed it, but this is going to be talked about quite a bit over the next couple days. I want to get the head start on this. The LeBron James fixation situation with the number 82. It is about to come true. Your dreams can come true.
5: LeBron James. That's
4: right. Uh, LeBron James one game away from playing the full 82 game Regular season for the first time in a 15-year career. He's decided at this point, I'll play All-82. All right? For years, LeBron would take that December-January vacation. Get a little breather, freshen up, mid-season break, spring break, if you will, basketball version. But he is expected to be in the Cavs lineup on Wednesday. Yay. and uh, Yeah, very exciting. I know you're don't, – don't lie to me. You're excited. I know you are. Uh, so I wanted to talk about this. Now, it is believed that part of the motivation here for LeBron James to play in all 82 games is the thought that he will pick up some steam in the MVP race, that by, sh- by playing all 82 games, some beleaguered basketball writers will say, okay, you know what? I was going to vote for this other guy, but now nah, I'm going to give LeBron the MVP award because he played in every game. All right, so let's discuss that. the The question here is: Do you think LeBron James playing a complete season, 82 up, 82 down, is actually going to influence MVP voters? Now, I'm going to go first on this, and the answer, and I'm going to get I'm very clear here, and I don't want to beat around the bush. The answer is hell no. The answer is absolutely not. Uh my thoughts on this, you've got ulterior motives, the standard, and embarrassing. And we'll tie all these things together. Now, now, number one, this is going to be a losing battle. LeBron James is not your MVP in 2018. That race is over. Right? Say it with me. Over. James Harden. To say that he's already wrapped up the award, that would be an understatement. Uh, Harden, for regular season success, at one point it was like a 70% chance. It's even more than 70% at this point. Now, Harden hasn't played all 82 games. Uh, I believe he's played 72, I believe now, of the the regular season games for the Rockets. But it doesn't matter. right? Houston, while they aren't going to win the championship, you know that and I know that, the Rockets have enjoyed... Great regular season success. They've been very good here in the regular season. That's great for them. Good job by them. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, beat out the mighty Golden State Warriors who, what the heck's going on there? We'll address that in a minute. Uh, and that means something, right? That means something. The Western Conference is the varsity, and LeBron has spent his entire career playing in the junior varsity. And when you play for the junior varsity in the Eastern Conference, your accomplishments aren't celebrated as much as when you play in the varsity. And so that also factors in here. Le- LeBron James is essentially playing for second place in the MVP race. Huh? Yeah, he's playing for number two. Now, he does have ulterior motives here, and we should mention that. The, the chip on his shoulder to push back on the haterade that is going around. Le- LeBron James is in a position right now where he has passed his prime. Now, he's not playing like it right now, but at age 33, LeBron James is on the back side of the glory days in the NBA. And even though he does not want to admit that, and he says he's going to push it back, and so far he's been able to do it, he spends millions of dollars on his body to keep it calibrated. Yes, he does. Genetics, do they help? Absolutely. But guess what? LeBron James is going to deteriorate that is a stone-cold guarantee. It happened to the washed-up Kobe Bryant. The Lakers kept trotting his rotting carcass out at the end of his career. You ever see Michael Jordan play for the Washington Wizards or Shaquille O'Neal at the end of his career? What a disaster he was. I mean, they go on and on. There are plenty of bad players here, terrible players at the end of their careers. They're all cut down to size. That is 100%. It's not 99%. It is 100%. The only way you avoid that is by prematurely retiring and ending your career uh, before the expiration date of past your prime years, where you're past the age of 32. Now, the second thing here, LeBron James has been billed as the most indestructible, most Unstoppable from a physical specimen standpoint in NBA history among all players. And yet, think about this. He's never played 82 regular season games at any point in over 15 years in the NBA. You know what that is? It's embarrassing. The word is embarrassing. It was bewildering, but it's embarrassing. And arrogantly, it has never mattered to King James. It doesn't factor in. Now he's 33 years old, and it's something he's going to accomplish, and in 15 seasons, LeBron James, you look at the the accomplishments that he's put up and all that, never getting to 82 games. Michael Jordan, in his career, which I believe was 15 seasons, he took a couple years off to play baseball uh, in Birmingham, but Jordan played all 82 games nine times. LeBron James, zero. Now as a byproduct to brazenly running off Kyrie Irving out of Ohio because of LeBron's sourpuss. Uh, LeBron had to fatten up his stats this season. It was a a stat-stuffing dream season. LeBron is averaging the most points he's averaged in almost 10 years. He's had a career high in rebounds per game. His assists per game, I believe, are also a career high. It certainly pays to be on an island surrounded by dreck. Uh, which is where LeBron's at with that roster that they have in Cleveland. Now, the last thing, in NBA media circles, the fanboys, and you hear some of them on the radio, some of my colleagues here at Fox Sports Radio are big toadies of LeBron James. They love him. And many national media guys, slobber, 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 all over LeBron James. They can't get enough. And they're going to really lay it on thick here. The next couple of days, 82 games. Oh, what does that mean? Uh, going on, and on. Not me. This is a LeBron slobber-free zone. Right, showing up to work. Here's my position on this. I remember years ago when I was uh, relatively early on in the sports talk radio game, and there was a shortstop for the Baltimore Orioles named Cal Ripken, who set the Iron Man streak in Major League Baseball, and they – Stopped the game and he ran around and slapped high fives with all the crowds at Can you know all the all the fans are in the front row at Camden Yards and it was it was so stupid at that time and uh, this celebrating 82 games is also ridiculous. It's not something that you go out of your way to highlight. Showing up to work every day is not worthy of a parade, right? That should be. The standard. That should be the standard. Drudgery, and there are many jobs, you probably have one, that is real drudgery. You know, they call those those jobs where you do a lot of you know, silly, ridiculous work, they call it donkey work. But you still got to do it, right? You still got to do it. You got to put your work in, an honest day's work. Give an honest day's work. Take home an honest day's wage. And again, Michael Jordan, 82 games, 9 of his 15 seasons, including at age 39, his final year in Washington – Take that, LeBron. Boom. There you go. And, and meanwhile, now this is going to end one of two ways, and maybe both of these ways. A, LeBron will send a self congratulatory tweet, and he'll post something on Instagram, patting himself on the back in classic humble brag style about what a great accomplishment this is and how people didn't think he could do it. That's almost a guarantee, although he says he's uh, shutting that down. And then B, Uh, LeBron will come up short in the playoffs. The Cavaliers will not win the championship, and that's also a guarantee. Uh, He could also get hurt here, and when those things happen, then you are going to have the analytical basketball losers that will say that LeBron is not going to – the reason they didn't win, the causation of the Cavaliers not winning or the causation of LeBron James getting hurt – is going to be because of the fact that he played in 82 games, which is wrong. I'm saying it now. I'm saying it before all this happens. It's wrong, and uh, and, and these things are not related. And so there you go. – all right, it's Ben Maller show on Fox, and we have Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia, who's right over there, and I opened up my email and a uh, – a Houston Rocket fan, which was not surprisingly Chris from Houston. I'm pretty sure he's the only Rocket fan that regularly busts my balls or attempts to. But a Rocket fan said, "You still want to take the Warriors? Uh, they lost by 40 points. They lost by 40 points. Yes, oh! yes they did to the uh, Utah Jazz. Uh, 40 points, and they are now their last 17 games heading into the postseason. They are seven and ten. Is the Golden State Warriors record not great?" They In that stretch of basketball, they have the 21st ra- uh, top, uh, as far as the net rating. I don't know what the hell that means, but they're 21st in the NBA, which I guess is bad. Uh, yeah. And you know what? I'm still taking the Warriors, and this is going to be in that documentary when they do the documentary, the deep dive on the Warriors and how they overcame Steph Curry's injury and they overcame a kind of a lackadaisical approach to the regular season. And, and they're still going to win, and they'll play those sound bites of Steve Kerr beaten and broken, frustrated, right, and, and going on and on and on. And, and uh, Steve Kerr, after the game in Utah, in Salt Lake, he said, "My message is to go home, take a day off, enjoy yourselves." Uh, that was his message. I, I would counter that by saying it certainly seems like they've enjoyed a lot of them. You know, their their free time here, the Warriors, the way they've not paid much attention to the. To the regular season, but uh,
6: the Warriors are still going to win, and I'm pretty sure. Now, are you yes? saying that because what? of the first round matchup? And you think well, that I don't that...
4: even know the fur? We don't know the fur. That, that's all fluid still. We don't know the first round matchup. That's that's going to be what decided. I'm, on I'm, what I'm night. saying
6: is though, is as the Warriors are right now without Steph Curry, yeah, they they seem to be vulnerable against some of the top teams nah, in the, in the West, be... but they won't play them until Steph Curry likely comes back. Yeah, so you're saying they're fine for the first round without Steph. Uh, what I'm telling you is, there's
4: no sense of urgency. No matter how many times you know, if you want to believe the legend that Steve Kerr was was desperately trying to make the point that these games matter, you've got to stay focused. They're, they're, the Warriors played with no sense of urgency at all. So there's there's sandbagging right now, uh, and I'm pretty confident for that guy in Houston. I think his name was Dave. Uh, the, the guy that was, oh, you want you should you know jump on the Rockets? Family. No. Okay, listen, you think the Warriors, when they're playing I don't know, in the Western Conference Finals and they're playing the Rockets, you think they're gonna say, well, we can't win this game because we lost by 40 to the Utah Jazz You know, in the next to the last day of the regular season. You think they're going to be like, oh, man, we're screwed. We have no chance because we lost by 40 in Salt Lake. Let's be realistic. They've probably forgotten about it. If the fans care more, it's more problematic for the fans than it is for the players. If they care, they wouldn't lose by 40. We could go out there. We wouldn't lose by forty. No, we would. We, we would definitely. Four lose on by five. 40. We wouldn't lose by. No, no way. Lose by sixty. I would throw. I'd foul out. Is what I would do. I well, would, that would be, help things. I would be the muscle. I would send the message. Okay, that's what I do. I'm the Terminator. I go <laughs> in there. You, you know. You know. We might be a disgrace, but you are gonna have to be scared to death to go into that paint. Yeah.
6: The Rick Mahorn. Is that who oh, you that's an outdated reference. Yeah. Well, who's the big enforcer got. now? I don't know. There who's isn't the- one. Kendrick Perkins? I saw he just got signed <laughs> by the Cavs. Per-
4: yeah, he got signed <laughs> to be an enforcer. Kendrick Perkins is back in the NBA to be a thug <laughs> on the court. That's essentially what he's doing, right? That's his, that's his role uh, with the team. So, uh, yeah, that's good. There's nobody, right? Who's the Who's the uh, instigator? Who's the big instigator in the NBA right now? I can't think. I'm at the top of my head, I watch a ton of basketball games. I can't think of any. There's got to be somebody. We're got to be thinking of somebody. There's got We're missing something. You know, a bunch of. They play patty cake is what they play. It seems like now. It's a lot of patty cake that goes on. Not a lot of hooligan,
6: uh, hooligan activity uh, on the court. Things have certainly changed since we were back in my we were, day. That's right.
4: Oh, they were rugged, powerful men. Yes, they would throw you, it down. You,
6: you can't deny though that it was
4: well, compared a, to now, a
6: much rougher game then.
4: Yes, there's uh, men. Well, there's uh, deep. Deep pieces written about everything. And guys get hurt. There's these heartfelt stories. Oh, my God. Oh. That's okay. Congratulations. Yes, it's uh, part of the human condition. Eventually, that won't happen. Uh, we will get to a point where no one will be injured. The reason we're going to get to that point is because there'll just be robots playing. And it'll be Team Google versus Team Apple. And uh, I'd say Team Facebook, but they're dirty. Uh, so it wouldn't be Team Facebook because they'll cheat. Uh, a bunch of cheaters, so they're like the, they would be like the cheating cardinals. Like I'm this.
7: not on Snapface and all yeah, that.
4: Exactly, exactly correct. All right, if you want to be part, the number is eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. You can be part of the festivities. And uh, how about this, the old cover-up. But why is it a cover-up? We'll get to that, and we will do it next.
6: Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
4: We get to the cover up here in, oh, the music stopped. What happened there? The music faded out. Well, you didn't fade that. I just died. What
7: was no, it? perfect timing. No, no, that was not perfect timing. Yeah, I, it was. Eddie well, hit the I post. No,
4: he didn't hit the post. There was no hitting the post. If I hadn't started talking, there would have been dead air. What the hell happened? Well, you should
7: have started talking sooner.
4: Well, no, I, I liked it. You always complain. <laughs> I talk too much. I don't let the music breathe ben, and all ben. that. I let the music breathe. That's and, a
7: classic song from Fushnikins and, and Shaq Fu raps. Is that
4: a 25-second song?
7: No, he raps on the last verse, and it played oh. out after that. So Yeah,
4: you know how I, I love coming in with the vocal. I love, I love <laughs> talking over a vocal. Trying to do and, these dedications. And sick, gotta, Damn dead, dog. Dead dog. I'm sick and tired of coming in here, and I got it. Oh, yeah. See, we're just a bunch of radio nerds. No one, like the uh, many people have no idea what we're talking about. They, yeah, just uh, just Google
7: Casey Kasem. Casey
4: Kasem tirade. It's outstanding. He worked here. He's dead now, but he worked across the hall, and it was a legend, uh, legend in broadcasting. Uh, shout out Scooby Doo. Yep, shout out Scooby Doo for sure. Uh, so, a couple what? of things here. Frank in L.A. says, "Isn't Zaza Pachulia the modern day goon in the NBA?" Eh. I don't know. It's just like I, he doesn't. He doesn't enter the same goon qualities of past goons, past generations of goons. Uh, Aaron says Andre Ingram, a rookie of the year. Oh, that—that's the guy that the the Lakers signed because he's been like his entire life in the D League.
7: He's the Crash Davis of the NBA. Yeah.
4: I think that's great. I think all teams should turn their. Because you know, the Lakers, these are meaningless games. They're not going anywhere. I think that all teams should turn their final couple of games in the NBA to make a wish. You know, you just sign some guy that really worked hard. and didn't, you know, not an NBA player, but give him an opportunity. Like, make dreams come true. Make it like Disney. You know, Disney esque can make a documentary. I'm going to assume the propaganda channel of the Lakers is already working on a documentary. Yes, they're going to do the Andre Ingram documentary and. Do the deep dive and what it was like for him to play in the NBA and
3: all. Hate is gonna hate. Yeah,
4: sure that's coming. There were no. We talked about LeBron with ulterior motives. There were no ulterior motives for the Lakers. They're not gonna. They're not gonna take full advantage of this guy and monetize this at all. I'm sure they won't.
7: Leave it to you to even ruin Disneyland.
4: Not ruining Disney. I'm merely are. pointing out the other side. I knew you were going to
7: do this. I knew you were going to rain what? all over Disneyland. I'm not raining
4: on any other. There side. You, are. you would agree that's a, a, that is a stop. that is a hey look at us, aren't we great? We make dreams come true. Stop this future Move. atrocity. Yeah, you know, that's stop. what the Lakers are doing. The Lakers are like hey, we're better than everyone else. Man, this we're guy signed Scrubs out ben, of the D League and put him in the, in this the NBA. This guy worked his
7: ass off for ten years in his. So latest he's not good enough. He's not good enough to be in the NBA. He's got a
4: nice shot. He was developing the rest of his game. He's not good enough to be in the NBA. That's fine. He played nice. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> but if he was good enough to be in the NBA, he would have been in the NBA years ago. I mean, go out and get a real job. How about that? Start your life. You're not good enough. Deal with it. Go get a real job. How about that? That's, the re- That's what adults <laughs> do. They go out and start their career. No, they, they go out and they start their careers. You just they you get take a job. the fun out of
7: everything. No, I don't take
4: the fun yeah, out of everything. Do. That's what that isn't that what grown ups do. Ben, yeah, the crowd was mine.
7: was loving it at Staples. It was fun to watch a guy yeah. and support a guy who's been toiling away in what in essence is the minor leagues of basketball for ten freaking years. And I agree. Guy, and that's first, why they did first it. First
4: game, and he, the dude's got salt and pepper in his hair. And that's why they did it. They signed him because of the story, not that he's qualified to be in the NBA. They signed him for so the gimmick. So let
7: this guy have his moment.
4: I am. I'm letting him have his moment. I'm just pointing out the other side because no one else is pointing out the other side. It's it's completely one sided. You're not getting the other side of the story. I, Danny, I, 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 got, I got a new
6: nickname for Ben Danny, Jeez. the enemy of fun. No, not at all. I, so, I, so you're saying if, so why is it wrong if to point this out? Why was was on on One of your, to
4: point your favorite teams,
6: out? you'd
7: have a problem with
4: it.
6: That's embarrassing. The Clippers, you hate on anything the, Clip- the Lakers do. No, the yeah, uh, I think you would hate it if it was the Clippers.
4: The Clippers team, used to do this kind of stuff back. It was embarrassing. They'd sign guys uh, you never even heard of these guys. It was an, it was a joke. I, I ripped them when they did it. back Well, then. your
6: Clippers are playing
7: meaningless games right now too, so they could also do this. They
4: ought to. Why not? Everyone should okay. do it. You know, make a wish, make a wish foundation. Uh, sign guys that don't deserve to be in the NBA. Bring. Why doesn't Tim Tebow sign a contract? They should put Tim Tebow in an Orlando Magic uniform and let Tebow play a game because you know he's really good at you know sports people like him put tebow out there why not
7: when the rockets sat hard and finally uh ingram was the best shooter on the floor it was easy to see that
4: <laughs> I, it's great it's wonderful he's got a nice shot yeah, i agree that's, that's did you watch the game that's why no of course I didn't, watch. Okay. I didn't watch the game so what are why I you have watch an opinion the game. on it you didn't even watch it i don't need to watch uh. the game I have an opinion. This guy, Man, I, I I'm saw the. T-
7: we're never gonna ever go to any s- fun event with you because you'll ruin it as soon as nah, we're trying incorrect. to walk in.
4: No, because you, yes, listen, you, you want a watered down version. You want the. That's you not like, true. You see, that's an example. I want to enjoy
7: life, but you, you yeah. like, have to suck the enjoyment out of everything
4: that's good. This is why we have state-run sports media by the NFL, NBA, and baseball. People like Danny G. This is one of the reasons why hear. we all
7: love sports. It's because there's not, lots of cool stories. Because of guys from the D perseverance, League? Perseverance, Guys from
4: the D League? Ben, perseverance. Don't you think you should get a job? I had buddies of mine that played no, minor league baseball. No, His, when his wife a- stood by him and his dreams and let him play in the D and G League for 10 freaking years. I had two guys I went to high school with. They played minor league baseball. One got to double A in the Blue Jays organization. They got to a certain point. And they realized, you know what? I'm not going to make it. Let me go out and get a job and start my life. Right? That they figured it out. <laughs> what are you supposed to do as an adult? That's
8: what ben, you're supposed ben, to he, do.
7: He was making more money in the D and G league than he would be uh, as a producer
4: here. Well, I'm not saying That's you would so... work here. I would get a real job, not here. Uh-oh. You know, get, Are you I saying get a we don't have job. real jobs? No, you don't. Well, I'm real money, is what I'm saying. You know, I'm go out and get a job that pays legit money, and you can start your life. That's please, what I'm please.
7: We all drive sports cars because we work on the Ben Maller show. <laughs>
4: yeah, you speak for yourself. All right, it is uh, the, the Ben Maller show on Fox. We'll press on. We we'll get to that. I promise we'll get to that cover up. We, I had, I got distracted. I blame Aaron. You're, you're schmuck, Aaron. You sent me this Laker propaganda, and you got me sucked down the rabbit hole. That's a bad job by you.
7: I bet you Jerry West is going to sign Andre Ingram, and he'll be a starter on your Clippers next <laughs> Only season. Only
4: if he gets hurt every other game, then he can be a Clipper. <laughs> Only if he gets hurt every – if he's from Europe and he gets hurt every other game, then he's qualified to be a Clipper, right? And they'll sign him to like a five-year extension. They'll sign him to a five-year extension as long as he promises to have the lowest p- pain threshold of on God's green earth and misses every game with every bump and bruise and boo boo. Alright, uh, we'll press on. We'll get to that cover-up. Right now, though, Eddie Garcia is here, and he will give you the latest. Eddie?
6: Well, Ben, it, is the, it was the second-to-last day of the regular season in the NBA, and some games of note. The 76ers make it a franchise record 15 wins in a row with a 121-113 victory over the Hawks. The Warriors... Lose big to the Jazz in Utah, 119-79. Utah's Rookie of the Year candidate, Donovan Mitchell, 22 points in the win. And the Rockets improved to a league best. Uh, when they get their 65th win of the season. That's the best in the league, as they down the Lakers, 105-99. to Some baseball games of note make it 9-1 for the Boston Red Sox, who crushed the Yankees, 14-1. 9-1 for the New York Mets, as they won their 7th straight, beating the Marlins 8-6. The Angels get to nine wins. They're 9-3. They beat the Rangers easily, 11-1. to one. A couple of walk-off wins. Cardinals over the Brewers, 7-3 in 11 innings. Matt Carpenter, a two-run walk-off homer. And the Giants get by the Diamondbacks, 5-4. Andrew McCutcheon with a walk-off single wins it in the ninth for San Francisco. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit TrueCar and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, in the NFL, it's an end of an era. Richie Incognito apparently oh. is retiring after 12 seasons. He's now going to focus his full energy on beating up cars with baseball bats. That's what he says. Well, that's possible, yes. but the uh, Buffalo Bills offensive lineman apparently told Vic Carucci of the Buffalo News, quote, I'm done, that's it, it's been a long career. I went to the doctor and my liver and kidneys are shutting down. The stress is killing me. It's just about doing what's right. I just want to be in the Hall of Fame, end quote. Yeah. Well... He's literally should, on his where, deathbed. Apparently. Well, uh,
4: should I point out how that would happen? How that could happen? His
6: organs are shutting down. Yes. Um, maybe some taking some substances that he shouldn't be. Or well, my understanding, you know, and I practice
4: medicine on the radio. My yeah. understanding, Eddie, is in typical cases like this, if you combine recreational drugs alcohol abuse, and the typical painkillers that NFL players are given, like cattle, mm-hmm. if those three things are mixed together over the course of, I don't know, a decade, uh, the result is uh, liver problems and kidney problems. I'm a doctor. Could that be possibly the case? I'm just spitballing here. Could that possibly be the case? I there? think
6: we're on the same uh, yeah. the wavelength there. What's the it? stress, though, that's killing him? The stress of? Uh,
4: he fired his agent on Twitter. Last week he did that. Now I was told that he just wanted more money. That he 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 for some reason he took a reduction in pay. Incognito did to stay with the Bills, but then I, I was told that he actually wanted more money. And well, we that, all want more money, of course. And that that it, that this this is not a done deal. That that he could, if the Bills came to him and said, okay, we'll pay you more money, that he suddenly his liver and kidneys could feel better, <laughs> no, and that okay. he could have you know say, well, I went to saw a doctor and now I'm feeling better and now I'm gonna come back. So. We'll keep an eye on that. It is the Ben Mather Show. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com. Get a free rate quote. So this is an odd one, and it popped up all over social media. It was talked about some on sports radio. It involves the Dalai Lama and an NFL quarterback. And maybe you weren't paying attention, so you might not have seen this. I don't know how you could have missed it, though, if you paid any attention. If you have any level of uh, focus, you would have seen this if you paid any attention. But uh, I can't, you know, maybe you were busy. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers on a pilgrimage, a hearing aid pilgrimage in India. And because I guess people in America don't need hearing aids. So he went to India and he was helping people out there and he met with the Dalai Lama. A little chit-chat with the Dalai Lama. And there's a photo of Rodgers, and he's handed, he's gifted the Dalai Lama a football and a Green Bay Packers uh, hat. Relax. So the Dalai Lama's then, in the photo, he's wearing the traditional Dalai Lama outfit, Except he's got a Green Bay Packer hat and a football. He looks very excited to yes. be getting this, to he's be honest like with he, I think he thinks he's going to get signed to a I contract mean, kind of by he, the Packers. Do you that think is. he
6: knows, number one, what the Green Bay Packers are? And <laughs> number two, what a football is. Yeah. But uh, he's very excited to get it. I know. And now, a couple things on this. Number one, I thought part of the whole Dalai Lama
4: thing is he can't really accept that, right? You can't, Did he give the hat and the football back? And then number two, that's a bad move by Aaron Rodgers. He should have given the Dalai Lama a cheese head because he would have probably put – how great would that have been if the Dalai Lama's wearing a cheese block on his head with the Packer logo on it? That would have been awesome.
7: As long as he didn't let him wear his championship ring, right?
6: <laughs> Could have pulled a Putin. This is mine. Nice all gift. Right. Danny, we called Ben the enemy of fun, but this is kind of a this funny is a good, story. This, is a good this story, story. <laughs> this is kind of funny. This is a fun story. I, mean, I would have loved right? to have seen him with the cheese. That, that would have been great. That would have been the fun. The Dalai
4: Lama, would, and he would have done it. He'd be like, I'm the Dalai Lama. I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm praying all you the time. He I'm meditating. What, does
6: he know what cheese is?
4: <laughs> I don't know if he's <laughs> ever had cheese. I don't know. It would have been great. You know, I'm all for. Full, I fully support the Dalai Lama. I think it would have been awesome. I think it would have been great. And what Rogers should have done is got him one of those robes with the Packer logo on it. That's what he should have done, also, with the cheese head on top. So now I want to know: Did he keep the football and the hat? And did the Dalai Lama recommend that Aaron Rodgers, you know, talk to his mom and his dad and his family? You know, did he did he say, did he say you know as the Dalai Lama? Maybe you know, maybe your know, life is short, you know, and you need to meditate and all that. How about you talk to your mommy? How about that, Aaron? How about that? You think that advice came out of the Dalai Lama, possibly?
8: Behold the power of
4: cheese. And this is, this is the cover-up, though, Eddie, and I don't know what happened here because early in the day, this, this Aaron Rodgers story was everywhere, right? This was absolutely everywhere. The photos, making the rounds, et cetera, et cetera. At some point, though, the Green Bay Packers media, their website, and their social media channels deleted the story. They had tweeted about the story. There was a story on the Packers website, Packers.com, that had the photo and they had a, a little brief write-up of Aaron Rodgers meeting the Dalai Lama, and they deleted all of it. Why? why? I, I don't know why. Like, Why would you do that? Like, Did that come from Aaron Rodgers, or did that come from somebody at the Green Bay Packers who was like, like some Packer fan was going to be triggered because of this? I don't know. But it was gone by the late afternoon. They had gotten rid of all references on hmm. the Packer website, which is which is really ridiculous when you consider the fact it's everywhere. The story has spread like a like the bubonic plague. It is all over the world. Uh, the Russian media is reporting it. Right, they're all over it here. Anyway. All right, so uh, the Ben Mather show on Fox. So
6: I go to the Dalai Lama's Twitter account. Yeah, which he has a Twitter account, and it it tells you like uh, followers that you know that also follow oh, the Do- okay. Dalai Lama. Sure, well, it was interesting little mix here. You've got uh, Mark Willard. Does he still work here? I think so. I yeah, don't know. He, he's a follower of the Dalai Lama. Okay. I, well, at least he follows him on Twitter. Yeah, uh, Jim Ursay uh, follows the <laughs> follows the Dalai Lama. <laughs> Uh, we've got Jose Batista, who of course follows everyone, uh, but not, Ben, not
4: me. Yes, I'm glad world, I'm happy he's ben.
6: unemployed.
4: He's a washed-up <laughs> ball player. If he follows me, he'd get a job, but he doesn't follow me, so screw him.
6: And uh, also Jeopardy Al. <laughs> I remember Jeopardy Al. Jeopardy yeah. Al used to
4: be a big P1, and he doesn't listen anymore. But Jeopardy Al used to be a key guy. Yeah, yeah, he was a big guy for years. I met him. Good guy back in the back in the day in Kansas City. All right, so Ben Maller's show on Fox. Well, best of luck to the. To the Dalai Lama there. So now Aaron Rodgers, what's his next move? He's got to go to the Vatican and hang out with the Pope. Is that all religious leaders are going to make the rounds there? That would seem to be the next logical move. Yeah, and then after the Pope, what's next on the list? Like, where's the? You got the Dalai Lama, the Pope, and then where would the third move be? You know, where mm. do you go? Is there some kind of uh, God of the Devils or something like that that you would go? I don't know. What's the? I don't. Know where where the other? Uh, what's the other big leader there? I'm thinking. You got nothing? No. All right. Uh, we'll press on. Uh, time now for the Who Am I game. Here we go. I have the MLB pick him. Here's the Who Am I game. Over the last five seasons, last five NFL seasons, I rank first in losses, first in interceptions, and 20th out of 23 quarterbacks in passer rating. Again, over the past five NFL seasons, I am first in losses, first in interceptions, 20th out of 23 quarterbacks in passer rating. Who M.I. That's the question. The answer next.
6: On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Go, King Eddie. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
4: We'll get to the MLB Pick'em. MLB Pick'em coming up here in a couple minutes. The Who Am I game, though, right now. We'll get to that. And here it is. Over the last five seasons, I ranked first in losses, first in interceptions, and 20th out of 23 quarterbacks in passer rating. Who am I? That is the question what is the answer? And the answer coming in uh, tons of answers here. Uh, good, very good feedback. Feedback. Um, let's see. Where should we go with this? We have just Josh going with with Jay Cutler. Blake Bortles tossed out by Will. Jonathan in Philly is going with Eddie Jones. Uh, a different Jonathan checks in and says the Dalai Lama is the answer. Marcus is stuck back in the past. He's going with Kyle Bowler as his answer. Uh, who else do we have here? Let's see. Page down. Page down. We have Mike Shosha from Cardiac Stanley. That's uh, that's his answer. <laughs> well played. Yeah. Uh, Jay Cutler from Travis. His answer is the same as the other one. Shane Flacco from the Cowboy Killer. Uh, Jameis Winston from Robbie the Mariner fan. Vols fan Jimmy says All of the Cleveland Brown quarterbacks would be the answer. Uncle Rico from the Troller. Who else do we have? Big Butter Jesus from Mr. (laughs) Wright. And Joe got it right. Clearly cheating. It's a bad job by him. All right, do you know the answer, Eddie? Ben, yes. The answer is Paxton Lynch. Paxton Lynch. All right, uh, that is wrong. (laughs) It's not the Hamburglar, which was guessed by... The SoCal 49er fan. This guy Eric got it right as well. He says, I need Charlie Sly is the guy's nickname. That would be Elijah Manning. Elijah Manning, number one in losses, number one in interceptions, number number, s- yes, number 19 out of 23 uh, quarterbacks in uh, y- average yards per attempt and 20th out of 23 in passer rating. Let's say hello to Whoopy Pie Blair. Who's in Maine and he is on Fox Sports oh, Radio? Oh no! Hello, Whoopie Pie Blair. He had three hits for the Red Sox tonight in that bludgeoning of the Yankees at Fenway. Hello, Blair.
3: Fourteen to one. What, what, what's going on with the Yankees? Oh, that's right. They suck. They truly suck.
4: Yeah. Well, you really, you they were really worried about you. You really told them off there, Blair. That's a good trash talk.
3: But I told, I told all those Yankee fans that they really suck, man. They gotta. Yeah. They got to know that Stanton and Judge—they just don't know how to play ball. They need to get a bat and learn how to play ball. Oh, that's yeah. right—they have a bat. They just don't know yeah. how to play ball with it.
4: Judge looked terrible when he hit that home run. That was horrible. Bad looking yeah, home yeah. run.
3: And, uh, yeah, And they—they're not going to get any better because we're going to just whip their butt the next two games or I, three games. An, we have. You're with an Angels. You're not games. even
4: a Red Sox fan. You're an Angels fan player. We know. Um,
3: that I'm. I like the Red Sox. No, I like you watching don't.
4: them. No, you don't. You don't like the hey red Ben size. Mauer,
3: you're a Dodgers fan. Oh, what place are they in right now? Moving on up,
4: hottest team in baseball. The last two games, the LA Dodgers. Huh. What what place
3: are they in, really?
4: I just beat the the big bad Oakland Athletics, the champions of baseball last year, the Oakland A's. You remember when I they won, Do you remember when they won the World Series, Blair? You watched the World Series. You saw Oakland win, right? <laughs> it's a good team they what got over there. It's a good base. What are you talking about? Oakland sucks. You don't know baseball if you think the Oakland Athletics are bad. That's a quality baseball team.
3: Yeah.
4: What? Hey, Google. I'm <laughs> <He's laughs> Googling you, it. You're on the air, just, moron. Just, just what Google are you, it. asking Google a question? <laughs> oh, my God. You're terrible at this, Blair. Uh, 1989. Are you,
3: 1989. Oh, oh, oh,
4: 1989. Yeah. 1989 was
3: the last one so
4: far. That was the last, the last what?
3: Road series for Oakland. That
4: was the last World Series. Is that the last time they had a good team?
3: Well, they must have had a good team last year because yeah, I remember when yeah. I lived in California.
4: They, they were in the World Series last year. You remember that? It was great. Dodgers and A's in the World Series, just like '88 last year. And the somehow the A's won. I don't know how they did it, but they won. Yeah.
3: You guys are. At, what place is the Dodgers in? Can you tell me? I don't remember what they said today. Google, I asked him. You asked Google. I think are in like third.
4: The Google machine is your guy. I, I got to go, Blair. We got right. this bit, so I got to hang up. Blair, little ask little. Google
7: about Mike Shosha. Yeah, yeah. all right. Let's 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 get to it. They're in fourth
4: boy. place, Blair. Yeah, all right. Let's get See, to you, it. Here sure. we go. Hottest team after two games, though, Coop. Last two games they played. Nobody's got a better record than the Dodgers. It's the MLB pick, and we're going to have to go quick, so no
5: grab ass. Let's just get to it. Here we go. I'm the winner again. No one cares. Uh, I would <laughs> go with the best player in the entire sport, Mike Just, Trout.
8: Yeah.
5: When you get a room. Danny G. <laughs> Bryce Harper. Bryce
4: Harper. That should have been the first pick. Eddie. Mookie Betts. You're going to have Mookie Betts. Reese Hoskins and J.D. Martinez. Woohoo!
6: Eddie. Gregory Polanco. And good, good luck. Danny Thank G.
4: You.
7: All rise. Aaron Judge. Right? Koopa Loop, the back to back.
5: You know, I'm so good at this, I'm just going to, you know, go off the board a bit here and see yeah, if I can still beat sure you guys. Yeah. I'm going to go with sure, uh, Gene Segura. That's a terrible pick. And Andrew McCutcheon. Another bad pick there. Our Danny G. Charlie Blackman still on the board? Oh, he is. Yeah, he's not yeah. very good anymore. He's, he stinks. Oh, stop it. He Eddie. hasn't
4: been playing.
6: Yeah. Eddie? Uh, let's go with Uenas Cespedes. All right. I will go.
4: He's a cleanup hitter for the Yankees. Gary sanchez gary sanchez there it is the mlb pick'em daily fantasy fun i'll win so don't need to nothing quite like debating men's fashion on sports radio but we have that we have that tonight we get to talk about that welcome in the beginning of another hour it's the ben Maller show we are in the air everywhere the vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Now, in an earlier hour on this show, we discussed LeBron James and his efforts to get to 82 games, all 82 regular season games. And part of his motivation, the belief that he can steal away MVP votes, that James Harden, who's the favorite to win the MVP, not so fast. That LeBron, by leaving his usual happy place of taking a sabbatical during the course of the season, that LeBron playing all 82 will inspire some extra votes. Now, it's not going to work, and that's fine. But now we have a rookie debate, Donovan Mitchell cranking up the conversation as the top rookie in the NBA, and he plays for the Utah Jazz. You probably don't know that because he plays for the Utah Jazz. Who the hell is watching the Utah Jazz? But if you were not paying attention a few hours earlier, you might not have seen this, but Donovan Mitchell strutting in to the arena in Salt Lake, which generally doesn't create a lot of you know, interest. You know, who cares? Uh, but you know most people show up to work. That's kind of how it works. You walk into the, the building where you work in. Uh, when I get here, there's well, there's there's no camera crew when I get here, but there are people with, with rose rose petals, and they when I walk through the hallway, they throw the rose petals down. Really, don't need to do that. Uh, but anyway, so Mitchell gum's strutting into the arena. There, he's doing the strut, the whole thing, like Lavar Ball walking into the arena in Salt Lake with a fashion statement heard round the basketball universe. Now he was wearing a sweatshirt. What was on the shirt? What was on the sweatshirt? It was a quote, which was actually just a definition, that took a shot at fellow NBA Rookie of the Year candidate and the leader in the clubhouse, Ben Simmons. And here's the quote exactly. An athlete playing his or her first season as a member of a professional sports team. That's the definition of a rookie. And it had it on the shirt, and that was on the sweatshirt. All right, so I wanted to talk about this. Now, clearly implying here, it's kind of obvious, but maybe you're not aware, Ben Simmons took a gap year in Philadelphia last year. And so the shirt implying pretty clearly here, it's in your face, that Mitchell believes that Ben Simmons should not be eligible for the Rookie of the Year because he was in the NBA. Even though he didn't play, he was part of the NBA family. He did some traveling with the 76ers. He worked out with the team somewhat. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All right, so let's, t- let's discuss this. Now, the question is very simple. What do you make of Donovan Mitchell's efforts to win Rookie of the Year honors because of a sweatshirt? That's essentially what this is. It's a, it's a sweatshirt. It's essentially that, that's the motivation. All right, so my perspective on this, you've got the Hail Mary, the stunt, and location, location, location. And we'll link all these things together. Now, Donovan Mitchell, I I saw the sweatshirt. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Uh, He can see the writing on the wall, though. It's kind of clear here. Uh, He can see what's going on. Uh, This is a losing proposition is what it is. Ben Simmons could be a unanimous choice as Rookie of the Year in the NBA. And Donovan Mitchell knows that. The people around him know that, and there's clearly a sense of urgency to get the word out. The NBA season's about to come to an end. This is what you you call a desperation situation. You can call this the basketball version of everyone's favorite play on Madden football if they're playing the easy level of Madden and you just want to score as many points as you can. You run the Hail Mary. This is a basketball version of the Hail Mary, or in basketball parlance, it's trailing by two half a second left, and you hoist up a half-court shot with the clock going to zero, trying to win the game. Then Donovan Mitchell had the chutzpah to say that I am not the one losing sleep over this. I don't care. Pointing out that Ben Simmons, the 76ers rookie, is the one that's all verklempt because of this. Now, the second part of it, the precedent has been set. And, and that's problematic for Donovan Mitchell and for the handful of Utah Jazz fans that exist. The, the basketball media does not care about your feelings on what a rookie is. All right? And they certainly it doesn't matter. They pointed this out in the past. It doesn't matter if a guy misses a season because he's hurt. Blake Griffin won the rookie of the year award. He was hobbled as a rookie for the Clippers. He came back, he was much better than all the other rookies. I think John Wall was the second best rookie, but wasn't even really close, and Blake Griffin won the rookie of the year honors. So it doesn't seem odd. It doesn't seem odd that the NBA writers and the media would say, "Okay, Ben Simmons, uh you got all the stats, you're the MVP." Now, I wouldn't push back on the fact that Ben Simmons essentially had an apprenticeship, is what he's got going on here. He has a clear advantage. He's in his second year of his contract with the 76ers. Even though he's classified as a rookie, he's been on the payroll in Philadelphia for two years, right? So he's learned the ways of the NBA on the job training, even though he didn't play in the games. Uh, he's, on, he's got on-the-job training. Donovan Mitchell did not get the benefit of a red shirt season. He didn't get that. Now, meanwhile, the sweatshirt guerrilla marketing efforts, very clever here, right? Very clever. You know what else was on the shirt? And I gave you, it was, the, it was the definition of a rookie. What is a rookie, which Mitchell had when he walked in the arena? You know what else was there? Uh, the, it was a large Adidas logo. <laughs> this was a publicity stunt is what it is. And that's what you call effective product placement. Now I'm going to assume the position that you'll be able to buy that sweatshirt for a nominal fee. I'm not sure how many they're going to sell, but they'll they'll make the effort. right? They'll make the effort. You know, what eighty five hundred bucks you can get that same sweatshirt with the definition of what a rookie is. Now the parting shot on this Ben Simmons is being trumpeted as a generational player. No one is saying that about Donovan Mitchell. And more of a an issue for Mitchell is the fact that Simmons is also being hyped up as one of the new guard of faces in the NBA. And he's got the numbers to back that up. Right? He's, he's averaging the third most points per game Simmons is in the NBA for rookies. He's number one in rebounds, number one in assists. He's shooting almost 55%. The only kryptonite The only kryptonite is his ability to knock down foul shots, which is horrific, right? But statistically across the board, he's better than Donovan Mitchell, except in points per game. But rebounds, assists, all the other key categories. Donovan Mitchell's shooting like 43%. So let's also not hide from the elephant in the room, and much like if you're in real estate, location, 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 and that's the, the the simple reality of this. When you play in Salt Lake City, when you wear the Utah Jazz uniform, you are in the Siberia basketball. Now, it's not Toronto-Siberia, but it's not far away in the eyes of the mainstream basketball world. Philadelphia can be one of the glamour teams in the NBA again. Now, do I think that's going to happen? Eh, Still skeptical about that. I'm in a wait-and-see mode on the 76ers. But the Utah Jazz, when you play for the Jazz, if you're trying to win an award while wearing a Jazz uniform, you are in an uphill battle is what you're in. Now, to follow up on this, Ben Simmons tonight gave a quote after the 76ers game. They won their 15th game in a row, and he responded to Donovan Mitchell's fashion choice trying to send a message to... NBA media voters, and he said, quote, if that's the only argument he has, I'm in pretty good shape then, was Ben Simmons' response. So that is uh, that is where it stands. Counterpunch. Who the hell cares about it? You get a stupid trophy. that you, I mean, what are you going to do? It's like your Little League trophies. You know, At some point, you have to let it go. At some point, you have to let it go. Like let's say Donovan Mitchell won the Rookie of the Year. Like, what the hell is he going to do with it? You know, what, what the hell? Are you going to put it on a shelf somewhere? Like what? you going to give it to his parents? Like, what's what's the move there? Anyway, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. And we have Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas Garcia, who's right over there.
6: As the Well, what do you do with what? your many Marconi Awards that you have won?
4: Well, I put them right there next to my... Doc Mike, a bloody goat yeah. beer—the beer for losers. I have that there, and then your license plate
6: that some criminal yeah. made for you in a, a prison, mur- a murderer yeah. sent
4: that from my prison. So in you've Florida. got your—you've
6: got your awards. Yeah, you know, I, I never look display. at it. I, oh please, it's collecting
4: dust over there. That's it.
6: You know, you walk by and you
4: stare at. I, at I never walk over. I'm never even in that. Why, room. Then why display them? What? I mean, what else am I going to do with them? That's what you do with that crap. You display. Who cares?
6: It's there. No one even goes in there. Once a year, people go yeah, in there. You, that's you, a... When people come to your house, you take them in there to look at it.
7: Yeah. <laughs> I don't. When we were at the ugly sweater I, party, right. you were standing on top of your couch with your hand <laughs> over your eyes like a frontiersman <laughs> looking at your trophy case.
4: Well, that's not true. I had my binoculars is what I did. I had my binoculars, and I was looking at that. I was admiring that. I was like, that was great. It was, uh, very nice. Some, some nice things. Some knickknacks that uh, have been picked up over the years. All right, so it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. and If you would like to be part, the number eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. So I feel like I don't have to do Benny and the Weedman now. I feel like I don't have to do it. Now, I'm told that Weedman Hippie signed the contract with a hotel in Vegas to make this happen. Oh, boy. Did you see this, Eddie? Are you aware of no, what happened? No,
6: I know that after the show yesterday, Coop was on his phone Communicating with Weedman Hippie and was, it seemed to be very frustrated at the way things were going. It didn't,
4: yeah. didn't look good. So, if you're new to our show, just to get you up to speed, we have one of our core members of the Mallor militia in Miami, Weedman Hippie, and to celebrate his birthday, uh, he's going to have a really big birthday party where he's going to charge a lot of money to pe- for people to come in and hang out with him on his birthday in Las Vegas.
7: He's going to dance and sing.
4: He's going to, yeah, that's exactly true. He's going to dance. And, <laughs> and tell want, jokes. It's a one-man show because the American people, every man, woman, and child saying, give me more Weed Man. That's what they're saying. And so this is going to happen. And we've been going back and forth on this. And Weedman's invested a good amount of money. And we're told he has rented out a room, a theater in Vegas for the show on July 28th. So I got a message
6: from from Weedman. <laughs> oh, he's still messaging
4: you? Oh yeah, I don't respond, but I, I I read them sometimes. So it says here this is a copy of the the agreement between Weedman Hippie and the uh, hotel. Uh oh. And it's just marvelous. It it's uh, at the top it says Benny and the Weed Man, and then it's it, it says ticket text will read, and this is Property Flamingo. And then it says Performer Performance name. Oh, I saw this.
7: It says. Yeah, it's, it's like says, a screenshot, right?
4: In your yeah, yeah, name. It's a yes. It says Ben Malor, yeah. and Weed man yeah. hippie. <laughs> I love Ben Malor. Yeah,
6: he's and there, one of my favorites. There were
7: so many comments underneath that picture saying,
4: "Get
8: Malor's <laughs> name
6: right." Ben Mallor. No, no, he doesn't want his name. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm,
4: I'm very happy. I approve of this. Yeah, I know. I approve of this. You know, I don't yeah. want to see the my guy name. The guy
6: responsible is Mallor <laughs> yeah, so <and> not
4: Mallor. <laughs> when, when the people start filing lawsuits uh-huh. against this, I you can sue Ben Mallor up the wazoo. <laughs> Leave Ben Mallor out of this, please. Oh the hell, Bill Miller. And then I Mallor. And then I noticed it's got the... The ticket pricing, right? The it says the capacity, but that's covered up. So it's got the pricing, and and then it says the categories are VIP, which clearly Coop has a lot of influence, and he was able to twist the arm of Weedman Hippie and get that price down to two hundred fifty dollars for VIP tickets. Oh. <laughs>
5: oh.
4: VIP no. tickets are two hundred fifty bucks. Oh. Platinum seating. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> There's a platinum level to this. <laughs> no. The, the plat the platinum is 100 bucks. That's the platinum level and it gets even better. Now, they said there would be no no spelling on this. Uh but how do you spell how do you spell bleacher? How do you how would you spell bleacher Eddie? If you were to say we have bleacher seats, how would you spell that? What do you think you would spell that like? Well, I
6: was told there would be no spelling. I know, but B uh, L well, Ma- E C H E R. Well, that's wrong. It's B L E A C H E R. No, so there you go. Bleacher, B <laughs>
4: <laughs> I.
5: Were you kidding? It,
4: maybe, maybe you were the advisor to <laughs> oh, <of> Weedman, because no. <laughs> Weedman on his, uh, I'm looking at no, it right here. Oh no! This is how he spelled the bleacher tickets: B L E E C H E R, which is not the proper spelling of bleacher. And those tickets, how many do you think the bleacher tickets are? What do you think, the bleacher tickets? This is a good deal. He lowered the price point on this. He did. He went uh,
6: down.
4: $25. Uh, how about 45 <laughs> bucks? The cheapest dead in price on this is $45. Uh, dollars. That's it.
5: We got a lot of people sitting there. Uh-uh. Hey, but Ben, if you use the discount code CONTEST10, yeah. I <laughs> don't do you, know what that does. What do but- <laughs> they charge you more.
4: They'll charge man. you more if you use the discount
7: code. Better be a big sack of Weed Man Weed that comes with every single ticket because nobody's paying even uh, 25 I would say, for
4: bleachers. It,
5: yeah, and I, then and I don't then know, they're only really, twenty five to get in. Period. Yeah. End
4: of story. Yeah, just sell the place out, get people in there. That's all. Get them in there, and then see what we man should have done, is get the people in the, in the in the building and entertain them, and then say we'll do it again next summer. We'll do it again. We'll have another show, and then you can charge more. But no one's gonna pay money like real money to see this. Not a single
6: person. I right, let mean, let what, me. what is what are we right. gonna have like? W- I mean, I know Weedman's going to sing, I guess, but what else? Is there anything else? Just Weedman singing?
7: He said Sean is going to tell jokes. (laughs) Oh, (laughs)
6: Oh, he was talking about barbecuing.
4: Len doing an opening act with Sean. (laughs) I mean, oh, we got to get a female in there. How about Rachel? Uh, We can get Rachel to show up. She can
6: sing. that would be good. Be the headliner.
4: She'd be better. Well,
7: if he was going to listen to Reason and have affordable prices, we were thinking of doing the talent show there.
4: Yeah, we we still have to do the talent show, and would be perfect. We could have. Some acts there, and of course they'd have to pay their own way to get there and stuff. But they they could go to Vegas and be on a Vegas show. It'd
7: be fun. <laughs> yeah. Welcome How to the-, the Talent Show. Where's your two hundred and fifty dollars? Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, it's five hundred. If you want to get on the stage oh, and perform, no. it's five hundred bucks. You got to get on there. Oh. All right. Uh, well, we'll actually talk to Weedman later in the hour because he's on hold and uh, he's, he's probably yelling right now at the uh, the radio. You moron! Uh, listen to me. You got to believe in me. All right. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. It is a weasel
6: move, bro. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It helps, keeps the show growing, and pacifies our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
4: I like this song. This is a good tune, man. This is a good late night radio tune. Derek in Denver says, What's the price range for the be close to him as he put it last night uh, thing with the Weedman? Uh, I don't see that listed on the card. Do not see that listed here. Real Martin points out that, Maller, even on your tombstone someday, they will get your last name wrong. You just have to guess which one. Is it Mallor, Waller, Miller, Manor, Mauler, etc. Mallard. Mallard. That's right. Could have done Mallard. Yeah, it's a, a lot of variations. Uh, mine, I'm open to it. Just call me whatever you want. I don't care. Bok, bok,
6: bok, chicken. Call me that.
4: Good with that. I like chicken. Chicken fingers. I like that. Very good.
6: By the way, Ribman has suggested an Eddie versus a Weedman spelling bee.
4: That would be, <laughs> no, that would be that, that pretty would be, good. That would be good. I'm down with that. We could do that tomorrow. I think we should do that too. That sounds like a good bet. I think we might have to do well, that Well, I thought tomorrow. we might save that for Vegas. Oh, that's, well, that's a fair point. Yeah. Like, do you think this is actually going to happen? Uh, Robbie the oh, Mar- it's happening. Robbie the Mariners fan says, if you want to meet Ben, just buy him and the crew food and show up at the studio. You'll literally save hundreds of dollars is what uh, Robbie has to say
6: he <laughs> ain't lying on yep. that one
4: Denver Dan, Rob says I think the funniest thing is that weedman's promo is that he's allowing children to attend <laughs> is <this what> <laughs> ah, <laughs> yes. bring, bring the kids <laughs> <laughs> especially if they're under 10 make sure they're there so they can uh, meet weedman get a it's Weed like Man Santa doll. Claus yeah <laughs> yes it is uh hello weedman hippie
0: in my in- <laughs>
6: it is funny <laughs>
0: Oh God, this is great! No. I
8: guarantee
3: to change everyone's life. But, but
4: first, you have to change the spelling. That's what you have
8: to oh, do.
3: Oh, I got it, Lisa.
8: She's sleeping. She's not. Sure,
4: I phone. know. Blame it on the woman. Always. That's a good. That's we a veteran man move. Blame it on phone. the woman. Now that's exactly Weed right. Weedman man.
7: Yes. Weed man. Why won't you listen yeah. to Coop? Why won't you lower the ticket prices?
3: Yeah. Okay, listen to me. <laughs> no one will be turned away over money, I promise. No, no, no,
4: Sissy, you can't say that either. Yeah, you, can't, you can't. No, we you can't. Oh, my
8: God. This is... <laughs> uh, what? I don't know what to do about anything. I'm stupid. I'm an
3: idiot. I'm an idiot.
4: Mark Tabard. Uh, we've established that fact. All right, here now. This did,
3: is Lisa, Lisa's doing
4: it. I know. Blame, everyone, blame it on this Lisa. I know this mystery woman, Lisa. I know. Blame it on her. I I understand.
3: But I sing and I change your world. I, I swear on And experience. Uh, I, I, the I we mean meant. Listen to me. Your world. Now
4: I'm not a great speller. Okay, I learned how to spell at to Saddleback College. Spell
3: that. Oh,
4: you're blaming
8: <laughs> Caesar's Palace.
4: You're blaming Caesar's Palace. Okay. Um,
8: do Caesar's uh, uh,
4: I know. Maybe that's the Vegas spelling of bleacher. That's how you spell it. Is. That's how that's you spell it. About
8: Vegas. That's yeah.
3: only uh, uh, on me. All right. I did uh, not spell that.
4: All right. Hold on. Uh, Cookie Monster Mike has something he wants to add to this. Hello, Cookie Monster Mike, who's in Southern California. Hello.
3: Hey. Thanks for taking my call. I just want to tell Weed Man I was looking forward to the show. And being able to listen to all his crazy talk without getting blown up and everything, but not for two hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, Twenty five dollars I'll bring me and a bunch of friends and ooh, heck kids right. are going I'll bring my friends. Wait a wait a minute. We'll you just gave me an
1: I
7: you just gave me an idea. We could hook some TNT up to the stage. Yeah. No, yeah, no, that's well, the, that's up. the surprise. Now that's the surprise.
4: Danny's gonna have real dynamite, yes. not fake radio dynamite. And if Weedman's too annoying, he's literally gonna blow up the stage. Is what he's gonna do. It's gonna be amazing. Danny, don't joke about that. You'll get arrested. That's a good point. That's a joke. We're kidding. Haha. <laughs> 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 Very funny. Yes. All right. All right. So uh, twenty-five bucks. A Weedman Cookie Monster says twenty-five bucks. What? And-
3: Oh, that
4: guy's got some idea. <laughs> this is what Coop's been saying for weeks. <laughs> guy, uh, a guy named Cookie Monster. All right, uh, just uh, outstanding. There ask, it is. Ask Weed Man if he'll wear a Kevlar vest. All right, uh, <laughs> will you wear some kind of vest, Weed Man? Will you... A
8: Superman
3: Weed Man costume. It's yeah. special. Now here's
4: what I, I got an idea, and I think based on what happened with Eddie a moment a ago, cape.
3: I got a cape.
4: Will you dress up as Elmo? Elvis. No, Elmo. You don't even know Elvis. who Elmo is. has no idea who Elmo Elvis. is.
3: Elvis no I like, my life. Who is, is Elmo Elvis movie? Do
4: you know who Elmo is? Do
3: you know who Elvis is?
4: No, who's Elmo?
3: And you're Colonel Tom Parker to my house. I'm, I'm Colonel Tom Parker. <laughs> I'm We're close. Make I am. Let me tell you something right now. I am. I am Can you say billions? I am
4: closer to Colonel Sanders than I am to Colonel Parker. Billions, All, right. yes. Yes. All You right. and I are changing the world. <laughs> We're changing the world one word at a time when we learn how to spell together. Now, it went up to three billion. I would absolutely pay money, good money, to see Weed Man in a spelling contest. Now, that. All right, Weedman, are you a good speller, Weedman? You said you're an idiot, so you're not a great speller.
8: Uh, I'm listening to us on the delay. I love you. <laughs> He's so stupid. <laughs> oh,
4: man. All right. Uh, John uh, writes in. Uh, John, without the H, he says, even though it has the H in here, he says, you guys need to turn this night into a roast, a Weedman hippie roast, a comedy roast. I think that would be wonderful a uh, Arik uh, says, you cannot pay me enough to go to Vegas in July. Too effing hot. Yeah. Well, they have these things. Uh, they're new. They're called air conditioners. And if you do it right, you're in, what, 72 degrees at all times in all places. Uh, when you go from casino to casino, it's it's fascinating. It is, uh, it's you don't have to go from the airport to wherever you're going. That's a bit of a problem there. All right. That's a lot of reaction to this. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We've got Mallard of the third degree. We'll get to that. Also, the weasel move.
6: We'll get to that as well. Right now, though, Eddie Garcia is here, and he will give you the latest, Eddie. Well, Ben, in the NBA was the second-to-last day of the regular season, and the 76ers beat the Hawks 121-113 to for their franchise record 15th win in a row. J.J. Redick 28 points lead Philadelphia to their latest win. The Jazz embarrassed the Warriors 119 to 79. Utah's rookie of the year candidate Donovan Mitchell had 22 points in the win, and the Rockets get their league-leading 65th win of the season with a 105-99 win over the Lakers. In baseball games of note, the Red Sox make it nine wins in a row. They've won every game since an opening day loss to improve to I 9 mean, point out,
4: for those of you that said, all oh, the curse of the Ben uh, I am doing Boston radio regularly, and the Red Sox are the hottest team on God's Greener.
6: That so curse will kick in when the postseason. No, it comes will right. not. Fourteen to one, Red Sox beat the Yankees. Mookie Betts with a grand slam. That was the big hit of the game. Mets are also nine and one. They've won seven straight after beating the Marlins. They're a fraud. Eight to six. Jonas Cespedes with a two RBI double in the ninth to bring home the game-winning run. Angels get their ninth win. They're nine and three after roughing up the Rangers eleven to one. Mike Trout his fourth home run of the season. Walk-off wins for the Cardinals and Giants. This report brought to you by TrueCar. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with true price from TrueCar. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next cars. Visit TrueCar and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Been back to the NBA, and uh, no surprising news here, but Golden State Warriors All-Star Kevin Durant will reportedly decline his player options for next season, become an unrestricted free agent. The nine-time All-Star and the reigning NBA Finals MVP will be turning down a salary of $26.2 million. But don't worry, he'll be getting a raise, which is, of course, why he's opting out of his contract. Last season, he agreed on a discounted two-year $51 million deal that included the opt-out clause.
4: All right, we are coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And this is one of the great sleazebag moves uh, that uh, I have seen. It is dirty, dirty, dirty. You're a dirty dog, Derek Jeter. You're a dirty, dirty dog. Uh, So the Marlins are involved in some litigation because they're bad at everything. Uh, and uh, they are apparently not part of the United States. The Marlins baseball team that, last I checked is they claimed to be from Miami, but it turns out they're not. <gasps> turns out they're not because the team in court papers, they announced that they are not part of the United States. And they, they, there's a, a lawsuit that's going on in Miami, and the team said that since part of the group that Derek Jeter is, uh, is involved in is based in the British Virgin Islands, that therefore the Marlins should go to the federal court system in the United States. There's a, a local profit-sharing dispute that is supposed to be decided in the local courtroom in Florida. But Derek Jeter, the weasel that he is, he's—I was so right about this guy. I mean, how bad? If you're a Yankee fanboy, what a sl, what a slumlord this Derek Jeter is in baseball parlance. My God, what a what a jerk. Uh, anyway, so Derek Jeter involved in this, and uh, he is decided he's involved in the uh, the litigation, and to avoid this local profit sharing dispute. They've decided that we, well, we can't win the Marlins if we're in local courts in Florida because the people of Florida know that the Marlins are terrible and they're, they're, they're very shady with their business activities. So instead, they're trying to move this to a federal judge because their odds are much better of winning. And the Marlin lawyers are claiming that because part of the the group that bought the team, the company that Derek Jeter and one of his rich friends – Formed last year to buy the team, is is based in the British Virgin Islands. That that case should be pulled from a, a local courtroom in Miami and a judge in that area and put on a federal stage uh, in Miami. It, it is outstanding. The the Mar- now the British Virgin Islands. I have some friends that have lived in the British Virgin Islands. They worked. the, the guys that I knew worked at offshore. Gambling houses that were based in the British Islands, uh, the, the the Virgin Islands, rather, uh, and that's where a lot of the casinos in that area are located. You know, it's just very nice tropical. No one lives there. Twenty eight thousand people total is the population in the British Virgin Islands. No word from Major League Baseball on on all of this. Uh, they have not commented on it. The Marlins were sold for a billion dollars, over a billion dollars uh, last. Last year, a year and a half ago, whenever the sale was finalized. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. The number, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, 877 The Maller Militia, very active. Let's see here. Uh, Larry says, if you blow up Weed Man Hippie in Vegas, it will be just like a Bugs Bunny Daffy Duck cartoon, but you will only be able to uh, do one show, is what he says. <laughs> I think more like the the Roadrunner and the Coyote, right? I think it'd be more like the Roadrunner and the Coyote, and we'll just uh, drop an anvil on top of Weedman, and we'll do that whole thing. And I think that uh, that'll go good. That'll go well. Uh, Ernie says I'm all in for the roasting of Weedman, but only if it's in the literal sense. (laughs) Is what he. uh, now Weedman's saying he's going to do this every single month. He's planning on he's doing Benny and the Weedman every single month.
8: <laughs>
4: this has to be the music. This has to be the music. Derek points out that Weedman is in the he's on the same level as Tony Robbins. Robbins says he can make your life extraordinary for $229. Weedman can make your life even better for $250. He can make your life even better. <laughs> Lamont says, Hey, Ben, take it easy on Weed Man. What's spelled in Vegas stays in Vegas, is what he points out. Say, so, uh, that's a fair point. Patrick the Uber driver, he uh, says, How do I get a comp ticket if I drive the crew from LA to Vegas? He wants to say uh, a comp ticket. Will there be any comp tickets, Weedman?
3: <laughs>
4: doesn't sound like doesn't sound like there's any comp tickets. Doesn't sound like that at all. Uh, we're going to press on. We're going to get in a moment here we're going to have mallard of the third degree. We're we're going to push that back. Well we'll try to get all into as we'll push all in back probably as well. Here's the instant trivia. Here we go. The instant trivia. The last quarterback selected in the first round to not start any games as an NFL rookie was blank. Again, the last quarterback picked in the first round To not start a single game as a rookie in the NFL was blank. That is the Insta Trivia, the answer. Mallard to the third degree, possibly all in. We'll get to all that. We'll do it next.
6: On the Ben Mallard Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses. Under the cover of the microblogging website, follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Mallard. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop-de-loop, Justin Cooper, and he's at UH
5: Bronco fan. I would like to work with Seth Rogen. I think that would be really fun. I wonder why. Oh, yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fox,
8: Fox there.
5: And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio
6: studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll
4: have Maller to the third degree coming up in... A little bit. Right now, though, the Insta trivia. The last quarterback selected in the first round to not start any games as a rookie was blank. Was blank. Again, the last quarterback selected in the NFL's first round not to start any games as a rookie was blank. Uh, Just Josh is going with Aaron Rodgers is his answer. Marvin, the Michigan man, checks in with Achilles Smith. Eric says foghorn leghorn. Has to be the answer. Jim Thorpe from Rob in Minnesota. Tequila Man's going Neil Lomax as his answer. Rob says the Rated-R Superstar Edge. Jim Everett from Miguel on Fire. Steve McNair tossed out by Pauly D. Vols fan Jimmy says it's the Pillsbury Throwboy that that's the answer. SoCal 49er fan checks in with the great Speedy Gonzalez, one of the great. You could not come up with a card. No, it, it, imagine if they said if they said we're going to make a cartoon. It's going to be called Speedy Gonzalez, and we're going to play that as a soundbite. Uh, how would that go over today uh, in these new uh, nuanced times that we live in today? Uh, Racist. Yeah, not good at all. Uh, Y.A. tittle from Rich. Uh, who else? We have Charlie Ward tossed out by the uh, Peanut Butter Valley Kid. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie?
6: I do. All right. Very exciting. It's Giovanni Carmazzi. Okay.
4: You, you, Pause when you were pronouncing that. Uh, no, that isn't correct. The correct answer: it happened for the Tennessee Titans back in the 2011 season. Jake Locker. Jake Locker drafted in the first round. He played. He played in five games as a rookie. He had no starts. He ended his brief NFL career with a nine and fourteen record, twenty-seven touchdowns, and twenty-two. Interceptions, if only he could have lasted longer, maybe he could have done this. That would be the third degree. That's uh, damn. That's that but I, I know how about that to the third Tramatic degree. This is one big <laughs> bad. Well you is teased
7: real. all in too.
4: <laughs> Relax. Coop's gonna have a nightmare if we don't get to this first, and then we have time, we'll get to it. If no, we're gonna get it in, don't we? We'll give out a picks.
6: That's uh, not a vote of confidence from Coop. <laughs> well, start talking. What the
5: hell's wrong with you, people? Another dramatic pause. You didn't introduce me. Coop, Reds- <laughs> <laughs> Redskins vice president of player what personnel. Steve, I got to introduce you. My God, right. Doug Williams refused to rule out the possibility of Washington drafting a quarterback in a couple of weeks. Now, this comes after the team acquired Alex Smith in a huge offseason trade. Ben. Do you think it would be smart for the team to take a quarterback? It would actually be wise.
4: I had a couple of thoughts on this. Number one, Alex Smith is past his prime. Now, he's coming off a great year. He's going to be 34 years old by the time the next NFL regular season comes around. This is what you call a high-end placeholder for the Redskins. So it would be a prudent move to draft a quarterback who can then be groomed as the heir to the throne of Alex Smith. And plus, it's always good. I follow the teachings of Ron Wolfe back in the day with the Green Bay Packers, who believed you always draft a quarterback every year. And he lasted forever in the NFL because it's the most valuable position. And you draft, you develop, and you if they're good, if you don't need them, you trade them for other, other draft picks. You keep the, the rotation going of quarterbacks. So, of course, the Redskins should do that. The problem is number two. Doug Williams does not have any juice in D.C. He is essentially a figurehead. Dan Snyder is the one calling the shots with the top picks in the draft. The Redskins have a history of doing some very unbalanced and wacko things, mainly because of Dan Snyder. So I do I think the Redskins are actually going to do
5: this with one of their higher picks? I do not. Next! Now, head ball coach Steve Spurrier said that uh, he would like to coach Tim Tebow in the upstart Alliance of American Football now Ben Tebow has said that he is focused on baseball, but could you see any possibility of this happening? Yeah, I'm gonna set the odds on this at I'm gonna go high,
4: zero percent. There is zero percent that this is gonna happen, and and the reasons why: a this fledgling football league needs Tim Tebow; they need him, right? They're, they they're, they're trying to get as much promotion as they can get. I understand it. You know what's going on here. Anybody with half a brain knows what's going on. Tim Tebow is bankable. They are trying to avoid drowning in a financial death spiral. And Tim Tebow is instant media coverage. Just the idea of Tim Tebow coming to this league got us to talk about it. He is a publicist dream. It doesn't matter whether he completes passes or not. Just signing with the team or thinking about it is worthy of media coverage. And B, the main reason Tim Tebow is not going to play football in this league or in any other league is he is on the express train into Queens. One bad month. Now, I realize the Mets are playing great baseball. They're matching the Red Sox win for win. But one bad month of baseball, and Tim Tebow can expect – an end-of-season call-up from the Metropolitans. The Mets are going to cash in on their Tim Tebow marketability ticket. All right, so keep in mind, Tim Tebow, last I checked, was batting 182 for the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. That's where he's playing right now. It
5: doesn't matter. He's still going to be a Met at the end of the year if the team stinks. Even if they're good, they could call him up next. Now, the Spurs have now made it to the playoffs for 21 consecutive years. That means there's an entire generation of adults in San Antonio that don't know what it's like to not be in the playoffs. Ben, is this streak underrated? Is it not the most impressive run in sports history? Uh, I'm not impressed. I'll tell you what. First of all, I don't honor
4: this particular streak by the Spurs because it was disingenuous the way that it started. It's a testimonial to tanking. I remember, I'm old enough to remember, the 96-97 Spurs when Bob Hill was the coach and then they fired him and early in the year they brought Greg Popovich in. They tossed that season down the toilet. They they had David Robinson who was you know injured. They could have brought him back sooner. As I remember, he had a back injury. They kept him out. They did that in an effort to get the top pick in the draft and to draft Tim Duncan. Success. I don't celebrate that. That's shady activity by the San Antonio Spurs. And secondly, the NBA has an open-door policy when it comes to this postseason. There's about 10 teams using Mallor Math every year that don't try to win. Right? They're in tank mode. Every year there's about 10 teams. So that means... That if you do the math, you've got 20 teams in the NBA that are trying to make the playoffs, right? So that means the Spurs have to be one of 16 teams out of 20 that get in the playoffs every year. So that's an 80% chance of being in the postseason just by trying to be in the postseason and not going into tank mode. There it is, Mallard of the
5: third degree. How did we do? Ben, you're a hater. You failed this edition. That is a win for me. You get Nothing. You were blown away by that Maller math that was day, very sir.
4: impressive. Hold your horses. That's the message from an NFL legend. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit... Geico.com for a free rate quote. Well, Joe Montana has not played in the NFL in a long time. How about all the way back in 1994 was the last time Montana played in an NFL game. But he's got legend status. When you have legend status, you still make the rounds. You still do a bunch of interviews. You still chit-chat and all that. Uh, and he's he's making the rounds. For some reason, he was popping up. He appeared on the state-run NFL Network Joe Cool uh, was asked a rather leading question. Now, uh, maybe well, judging by the ratings, you are not watching this show. Uh, no one's watching this show. Uh, but on the, uh, the NFL Network morning show there, they had uh, Joe Montana on. It was a typical softball, uh, let me massage your shoulders, Joe, uh, type of grab ass that takes place. And so uh, there was a softball question about Jimmy Garoppolo that was asked of Joe Montana. He was quizzed about Jimmy G being anointed the savior of the formerly woe 49er franchise. And Montana did not take the bait. This was a T-ball level question. This was Mr. Softy, and you don't take Mr. Softy. Instead, you're like, oh, I'm going to push back on this. Uh what did Montana say? He didn't take the bait. He said, quote, I think. It's still a little early for it, myself, Montana said, of the savior status of Jimmy Garoppolo. He went on to indicate that this season will, quote, be a big tell on Jimmy Garoppolo's future by the Bay. Uh, So I want to talk about this. Now, Montana was making the rounds. He also did an interview on satellite radio and said that Garoppolo will have to show that he can handle all of these increased expectations. So let's get into this. Now, the question, does Joe Montana have a legitimate argument? No, I say absolutely. Now, the, the problem with this is that Montana wasn't really making an argument. He was making a statement. It wasn't really, it was, he wasn't, like, bunkering down on a position. Uh, he was making a statement, but he wasn't bunkering down on it. Now, a couple of things here. All right, you've got small sample size, the measuring stick, and you have insurance. And we'll bind all these things together. Now, first of all, Jimmy Garoppolo, whether you think he is God's gift to football or not, is certainly someone who is not a proven commodity. And it, did he pass the eyeball test? Yes. Did he pass the smell test with the 49ers? Absolutely. It didn't stink at all. It was great. It was wonderful. Uh, the Niners won a bunch of games. He made some plays in the fourth quarter. However, you got to take that with a grain of salt. These were not high-pressure situations. The Niners were dreadful. I believe they were a one-win football team, one in nine when Garoppolo took over. It was a very small sample size uh, as well. And, yes, Jimmy Garoppolo was outstanding in that time and made a number of big throws. But does that mean that that is going to translate into 2018? It does not. Uh, In fact, I would argue it's very unlikely that it's going to be as smooth with no road bumps, or or speed bumps, rather, for Jimmy Garoppolo going forward. The second thing here, the real measuring stick for greatness, the real point of demarcation, and you know this from watching sports over the years, is not short-term success. you you got the micro and the macro. It's all about longevity. And I will guarantee you that the L.A. Rams – you can ram it all day. You can ram it all night. The Seattle Seahawks, whoever's left there, and the Arizona Cardinals, who I think are still in the NFL, they are going to come at Jimmy G. They're going to they're break down his weaknesses. They're going to find what those are, and then it's a chess match to find out how Garoppolo's going to respond to that. He did not show many weaknesses last season. The only bugaboo. We pointed this out when he signed the contract. The only thing that popped up for Garoppolo that would give you pause is the deep ball, because accuracy was really good. Composure, making the pass under under pressure, he did that. The, the short passing game, the intermediate passing game was very impressive. So, in all likelihood, right, in all likelihood, the goal is going to be by the Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals, and all these other NFL teams. You, you attempt to box everyone up, take away the short passing game as much as you can, those bubble screens and all that nonsense, and then force Garoppolo to go to more of a vertical passing game. That's based on what he did last year. Now, I, co- I totally understand the optimism. I'm, I'm not naive to that. The 49ers, for most of the season, were physically overpowered. They were overwhelmed. It was essentially a condemned wasteland. It was like Chernobyl the 49er locker room, and all of that changed. All of that changed. That nuclear fallout went away when Jimmy G took over. He was the beacon of hope for the pathetic 49ers. Now, I say be careful, though, because it is possible. We learned this a couple weeks ago for Jimmy G. Mercury could be in retrograde. And if Mercury is in retrograde, that is problematic for Garoppolo. And he also has a curse. It's the curse of high expectations. Joe Montana referenced this in his appearance on Mad Dog Radio when he said that he has to show Garoppolo that he can handle legitimate expectations. Now, the final word here while the, the Niners will be the trendy pick by trendy people, the Niners and the Rams also, the Rams will also be in that category. Uh, you got to factor in this is very important, it's something that's often overlooked and we're willing to go there when a lot of people aren't willing to go there. The 49ers as a franchise themselves, guess what? They are not 100% convinced that Jimmy Garoppolo is the guy. Now, what do I mean by that? Did they sign him to a six-year, $137 million contract? Yes, absolutely. They absolutely did that. Uh, Nevertheless, when you peel back the onion the 49ers gave themselves a grand escape clause to walk away, wash their hands with Jimmy Garoppolo if he does turn out to be a one-hit wonder and a flash in the pan. There is a potential out clause in that contract after the 2020 season. So it's not really a six-year contract for $137 million, It's a three-year contract. Granted, it's a three-year contract for a redonkulous amount of money, $86 million. But if Garoppolo is inefficient, if Garoppolo suddenly morphs into a second-tier quarterback, then the 49ers, if they can't renegotiate that contract, can say, Arrivederci. See you later. Goodbye. Get out of here. So, in other words, the Niners themselves – they have a wait-and-see attitude. They share that with Joe Montana. They've got that same approach. All right, it's so the Ben Maller Show on Fox as we press on here and we've got to take care of some business. Now, we like to give out picks. We brought this back with the start of the baseball season, so we must give out our sage gambling advice. Yeah! It's Ben Maller, and he's going all in. I'll go all in. All
0: I'm going to
4: go all in. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Sports wagering. And this is for entertainment purposes only. Unless you win a lot of money, give us a taste. If you lose a lot of money, this is just for entertainment. Let's find out how we did yesterday, and then we'll all give out picks here. For the card uh, coming up in a just a few hours or some day baseball. Ben, Danny was the only winner. Well, I, want to, I had the Brewers, yes? I picked yes, them a lot. I want to point out, the Brewers <laughs> had an early lead in that game. They had a lead in extra innings. They had a lead against the cheating, bleeping Cardinals, and what a fraudulent bullpen. They ought to fire every one of those guys in the Brewer bullpen. What a joke. Screw the Brewers. All right. With that being said, I will go first here. And I, I have my eye on day baseball from – San Francisco, beautiful ballpark. The The Giants. I'm getting a boat and sit on my covey cove and we'll just hang out. Giants and the Arizona Diamondbacks. It's Robbie Ray on the mats. Robbie Ray day. Uh, Robbie Ray, the left-hander, against some guy I've never heard of uh, for the Giants. Diamondbacks lost in the ninth inning in the game that was played just a little while ago on a, a random Tuesday night. I'm all in with the Diamondbacks. When Robbie Ray pitches, I know we're going back to last year because it's early in the season. The last 23 starts going back to last year, including this year, Arizona 18-5 and five when Robbie Ray tows the, the mound, the rubber there. I am all in with Arizona. Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia.
6: Well, Ben, let me just point out that even though I lost, I was actually a winner because I picked the Chicago oh, Cubs to beat my insur- Pittsburgh Pirates yeah. yeah, in the hopes that I would be wrong. And the Pirates are playing much better than I ever thought they would. Yes, I'll enjoy it while it lasts, which the, probably won't be too long. The Buccos. But because of that, I will once again pick the Chicago Cubs to beat the Pittsburgh Pirates. Okay. And I will ride this as long as it lasts. Okay, so just whoever the Pirates are <laughs>
4: playing, bet on that. The Pirates are 8-2 now. I know it. 800 baseball. That's great. All right. Four Danny- and all on the road. Danny G. Ben, I'm going to take you to Baltimore.
7: The uh, Blue Jays are at the Orioles. You know, with all that firepower from Donaldson, Smoke, Machado, and Jones, they're not scoring a lot of runs, uh, neither team. So it's because it's
4: the Arctic I know, conditions.
7: Right? The, o- <laughs> the over, but they're not changing the uh, line on the over-under. It's eight and a half. That's too high. So I'm taking the under.
4: You take the under on that. All right. Very good. An under there. And bringing up the rear, the caboose, the coop.
5: Ben, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do the opposite oh, of, uh, of what Eddie did here. Are going to ride the hot hand is what you're going to do? Yeah. Look. No, no don't, you don't have to explain, okay? You don't have to. <laughs> yeah. I've never even heard of the guy that's pitching for the Angels tomorrow. Oh, what's his name? Who? Jaime uh, Barreira? Barreya? Yeah. Who? Baraya. Yeah, I don't Gesundheit. know. type. I don't know who Jaime that is. Baraya. But the fact of the matter <clears throat> is the Angels are just – Hitting the the crap out of the ball. Oh, stop! They're leading the league in 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 home runs and runs scored. Yeah. You know, so they're unstoppable. It doesn't really matter who's pitching for them. But I will say this: the Angels are screwed. They've if, got they got there's two there's two problems with the Angels. Number one, they're peaking too
4: soon, and number two, they've got immense pressure now.
5: I will say this: if I <laughs> if I jinx them with my all-in pick right here. I will never bet on the That's Angels again during That's this segment, ever. That is a ever. lie. Oh. So they have, to, they have to La- win Pinocchio. Yeah. This sounds
7: like how Ben was going to take a day off a couple of days ago. I did ago. take
4: a day off. I did no <laughs> prep for that show. The show sucked. No, you said you terrible. were going to call in sick. I did call in sick. You I did not. I was absolutely sick to my stomach being here. <laughs> so you're taking the Angels, Coop? Is that what you're saying? That is correct. You, you know Matt Moore is not bad for the Rangers. Like he's He's pretty good. Well, he's, he's like an average major league starter. He, he pitched like a – remember that game
5: last year with the Giants? Was it last year he had like a no-hitter going? Maybe it was two years ago against the Dodgers. I don't know, but so far the Angels have outscored the Rangers like 40-2 to two yeah. in this series. That, you
4: know? that is what has happened. That doesn't guarantee that's going to continue. I would like to point out, though, we had the kind of orgasmic dream matchup in that Ranger-Angel game where the Angels won by 10 runs. Did you see the matchup? Were you watching the game, Loop? Do you know where I'm going with this? Um, you talking about Bartolo versus well, Otani? Yes, in the ninth inning, oh, the dream matchup, the big sexy, on the mound, all 700 pounds of him against the great Otani, number 17 but number one in your heart. And there was literally dozens of people that were in the crowd there in the ballpark in in uh, Texas there. And this matchup ended. How did it end? Do you see this, Eddie? How did the matchup end? What did the great Otani do against our hero, A man that has kept many candy bar companies in business, Bartolo Colon. Well, I know he didn't get a hit.
6: I don't know what the uh, Uh, the outcome was. Meek, weak,
4: ground out to second base. You do not get a hit against Bartolo Colon. No, God, no. You don't. Uh, what What a gift that matchup was. Years from now, they'll be talking about that particular battle. They won't mention the fact that the game was already over. There was the mercy rule in effect. They won't bring that up. But what a dream setup that was. Just marvelous. Just great. And it's good to see the Texas Rangers, that, that Ranger baseball team, living up to the preseason billing. Oh, well, that's right. There was no preseason billing, but they're 4 and 9. And uh, that is a what, what a race that is for the seller of the American League West between the A's and Rangers. Just marvelous. Just absolutely great. And Now, later this hour, we are going to have game show shenanigans. We're going to have Too Much or Not Enough. We've also got Tinderoni Tips with Danny G Radio. Uh, He will make his way in here as well. We'll have that for you coming up in a little bit. We'll call this one a cast. It's a cast. We'll get to that, and we will do it next.
6: On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire—all things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Simply follow Ben on Twitter; he is at Ben Maller. And you could tweet at and follow our technical producer. He is the man who plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites in the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Danny. His last name is still a mystery to most, but you can follow him at Danny G Radio. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
4: We'll have too much or not enough coming up in a little bit. In If you're interested in playing, you can call right now at 877- 99 on Fox 877-996-6369. So a lot of people chatting about the testimony of the Czar of Facebook Zuckerberg uh, facing everybody there in the uh, on Capitol Hill mark Zuckerberg and um, I I don't, I don't know how we can really discuss that here on a sports radio show I, I just would point out that you know, we're on Facebook we have a, a show page on Facebook and we I'm not on snapface and all that now nah, we are uh, I want I want to say that there was a campaign that had been started that had been launched to get people to leave Facebook, and how did that turn out? The delete Facebook campaign, uh, according to Zuckerberg, there was no impact. No impact. All these people were posting. I'm deleting my my Facebook page. I'm getting out of there. My information is being sold and all this stuff. And in the end, at least if you, you know, who knows? I mean, he's lied before. He might be lying now. But they, they're saying that there were there was no meaningful follow That. You know, there were some fringe people that were like, I'm ah, you know, I'm gonna f I'm not gonna do this anymore. But the, the vast majority of people were like, ah, I'll stay on. Like I, I just accept that. Like all of my information is out there. When I go on these social media, uh, I'm on Twitter all the time, everything I do on there, they're selling. That's how they that's how they, they pay their bills. Every everything you click on, they're monitoring you and they're selling your information. That's that's how that works. So, I mean, people are freaking out by this. Oh, my God, this is terrible. Oh my God. Going on and on and on.
7: On my Facebook timeline, I've noticed that what most people are complaining about is the rotation on their timeline. Like, you keep seeing the same five posts over and over. They Which, want more variety? Right. They it's not more the more case variety. of Instagram. So, I've, like a lot of people on Facebook seem to have gone over to, to Instagram. Well, right the
4: now. scenery is better on Instagram, the, the views are much better on Instagram. I, I seem to enjoy that quite <laughs> a bit. Yeah, yeah. You could get into more trouble on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, there, there was a, a story going around. I'm going go to go over the NBA for a second uh, about Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant is set to decline a player option he has with the Golden State Warriors. Uh, have you been listening? The Warriors are 7-10 and 10 their last 17 games going into the playoffs, and that will have no impact once the playoffs begin this weekend. It will have zero impact on what happens. But the uh, story that's out there, we're being told that Kevin Durant plans to say no. He's going to turn down a player option, and he will become, technically he'll become an unrestricted free agent this summer. Uh, now what does that mean? Uh, that means he will be on the open market. So if the Washington Wizards or the Boston Celtics or the Lakers or the Clippers or these other teams uh, would like to make a run at Kevin Durant, techni- technically they can However, supposedly they've already got a backroom deal worked out where Durant is going to turn down his salary and then he will restructure a new contract at a more team-friendly amount, a discounted amount. He already signed a discounted deal. So the way I read it is he's going to take another, they're going to twist some numbers around to get it under the salary cap even more so the Warriors can spread uh, spread the money around, spread the wealth around, if you will. Now, the way this is being presented, it is a done deal. There is no, no avenue where Kevin Durant is going to leave the Golden State Warriors. And I would say that's overwhelmingly the favorite. I wouldn't push back on that at all. However, we still have the playoffs. And while I am very confident that the Golden State Warriors will not continue to play like a bunch of hapless dimwits on the court, that they will get over themselves and they will actually perform at a high level and they will end up winning the NBA championship. Should my calculations be off here? And let's say there's some animosity that pops up, which typically does when teams aren't winning and the success is not there. You have some hostility in the locker room. And if there are those bad vibrations, suddenly that next to 0% chance the odds get a little bit better. And while Kevin Durant might have this deal in hand to stay with the Golden State Warriors, I think we can agree he's an odd bird. Uh, that uh, Durant, uh, he, he's—I uh, guess the word is unique. He's—he's <laughs> he's, uh, a little different, the way he's morphed over the course of his career. Uh, so therefore, I'm not going to totally discount the possibility that Durant could say, "You know, I, I know we have a deal, but." eh, I don't feel comfortable here. Things aren't going well. It didn't I didn't feel right and all that. So maybe I'll go somewhere. At least I want to listen. At least I want to listen to hear what these other teams have to, to say because if they're going to woo me, who doesn't want to be wooed? Everyone wants to be wooed. Everyone loves to be wooed. You love to be wooed when you're in a relationship. You want to be wooed by the other person. You want to be seduced by the other person, right, buttered up and all that. Jerk so- yourself away. How dare you. How dare you. I'm in the middle of a rant and you have to play that soundbite. <laughs> I am doing a classic maller rant about Kevin Durant, and you have to go there, how dare you? You can really cock it up. <laughs> See that that that's Danny G pretending that's me. That's another out of contact that was not me. How dare you? you're playing the wrong sound bites. Bad job by you. I didn't say it was you. No, you did. You imply you implied it no. was me. You did imply. You, you it was said a,
7: that I was messing up your brilliant rant. So I was I, on a roll, so I played the cockeyed up.
4: I would give that for a mid-hour Maller mini monologue. I'd give that a, a seven. C. That's a seven.
7: That's a
8: strong seven. That's C. a
4: seven out of one to ten. It's a seven. Three stars. Not a that's seven. And download the podcast. Five stars. Five stars for the podcast wherever you find find podcast. Download the podcast. Now, there are commercials on the podcast now, right? But there's limited commercial interruptions on the podcast. I think it's
7: just an introduction.
4: Really? Yeah. So just fast forward through the commercial. There you go. It, it, you... It, yeah,
7: I don't think it's a big deal. It doesn't- We're not supposed to say that, right? It doesn't You're to interrupt. To... It doesn't really interrupt the podcast.
5: Yeah. Does it, Coop? It Well, no. It is at the beginning, and you can fast forward through it, but I will say that- You I will should not do that... that.
4: You should not fast forward. Through <laughs> no. there, there,
5: there hasn't been uh, any ads for the last like two, three weeks, so- ah. Really? Yeah. That, that's I a bad sign. I think. You know, I should, so I know, so maybe we bad. should stop telling people to fast forward through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No,
4: no, no. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to download the podcast and only listen to the commercial. When the commercial's there, <laughs> just listen to it over and over and over again. Don't even listen to the nonsense that we're talking about. Just over in a loop. A loop de loop de loop de loop
7: Damage is done already.
4: Damn. All right. Just delete that out on the rebroadcast. Just delete that out. No one will hear it. You think people don't pay attention? Remember, we, we've seen the same studies, right? One out of every like seven words we say, people actually it, it sticks with them. That you, we're just oh, a distra- except,
7: except for your fans—they hang on your every word. Wow.
4: Gandhi over here is what I am. Very important. I look like Gandhi too, I do, yeah. unless I don't. Uh, we will press on. Too much or not enough, and also it's a cast. It's a cast. We'll get to that. And again. Uh, Hoops going through the contestants. You know, don't call. I don't, but we got enough guys. All right, we'll get to too much and not enough. Right now, Eddie Garcia is here, and he has the latest.
6: Eddie? Well, Ben, it was the second-to-last night of the regular season in the NBA, and the 76ers extended their winning streak to 15 games in a row with a 121-113 win over the Hawks. The Jazz beat up on the Warriors, 119-79. Utah's Rookie of the Year candidate Donovan Mitchell had 22 points in the win. Rockets get their league-leading 65th win of the season, beating the Lakers 105-99. And in a possible first-round playoff preview, the Wizards beat the Celtics 113-101. Boston right now the number 2 seed in the East. Washington is the 8th seed, but that could change on the last day of the regular season. In baseball games of note, Red Sox make it 9 wins in a row. They're 9-1 to start the year after a 14-1 Behind kicking of the New York Yankees, Mookie Betts with a grand slam for the Red Sox. Mets are also 9-1. and one. They've won seven straight after beating the Marlins 8-6. to six. You had a cesspitous with a two-RBI double in the ninth. That was a game-winning hit. Also, walk-off wins for the Cardinals and the Giants. This report brought to you by True Car. Unlike car shopping, can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car-buying experience. Now, Ben mentioned the Cardinals won last night, and you enjoy old baseball announcers, and you enjoy Radio bloopers. Who could forget the late great Dick Enberg talking on the radio about a chubby kitty? Yeah,
8: why? Well, it's
4: a s- plump pussy, right yeah. there. You didn't <laughs>
6: say chubby kitty. Yeah, we well, play, we wouldn't play it if you said kitty. We take you to St. Louis, where the Cardinals were taking on the Brewers, and seventy-eight-year-old Hall of Fame radio broadcaster. Are you going to play this, Mike Shin. Are you going to play this? Who has been calling games you since nineteen seventy-one? Are you going to play this? Was on the call for You're the Redbirds. Now, he's definitely lost his fastball, Ben, but he's yeah. still beloved by no, Cardinals fans. He's great. And he had to do a read for a blowing company. Yes. And this is what he had to say.
8: Dot com. I'm going to tell you about a bro. <laughs> That's right.
6: Really? You got to bleep that out? Yeah, I'm afraid so, right, Danny? We can't play yeah, that in, But in we law. can fill it in oh, now. It's the, a job. The, the word, a- yeah, the word that was bleep was well, job. He was talking about blowing <laughs> uh, and, you know, glass blowing. Yeah, it's a,
0: that's uh, what it is. It's is, a blow is, is and then it's a that, job. You know, yeah. It's a job. i going to tell you about a blow. It's
4: like the old uh, Tim Conway at KFI he would, back in the day, I think he still does it, I don't know, he would go like uh, ass, one one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand hole, is what he would
6: say. <laughs> and he, Technically, you can do that. It's allowed. So I'm sure that uh, company is uh, enjoying the attention that they're getting, but... Uh... see. They had to apologize, this, of course, now, for it. Now, and, uh, this is...
4: I learned this from the great radio broadcaster of an old year, Rick Dees. The Dees sleaze. I, I met him once, yeah. Uh, wonderful man. I, he I was did very a, nice. Uh, he really was, a, and I, I'm sure he still is, a genuinely nice person. And that's rare in radio. Mostly, mostly scumbags and criminals and losers and uh, people that think they're God's gift to the world. Wow. Uh, but not Rick Dees. Uh, not Rick Dees. And so i he told me, uh, and I, I've mentioned this before, but Dees gave advice because he, he used to tape the first hour of his morning show. He had a syndicated show, and he did a morning show that was on at Kiss FM in LA. and He taped the first hour. Sometimes he'd, he'd taped the first two hours, and he told me, he said the key if you're taping radio, is to make some mistakes, because people listen to the radio and they if they don't if it's if it's filled with mistakes they assume well it's not taped because it was taped it would be perfect no one's gonna put mistakes in there. And leave the mistakes in. If it's recorded, they're going to take the mistakes out.
7: But I think that would really stand out on this show because there's never mistakes on this
4: show. Well, no, Again, never, I, there, this never. is a perfect show. Uh, we often point that out. Perfection is what we do here. But just to follow up on that, right? just to follow up on that, my theory is that what Mike Shannon was doing is testing the listeners of Cardinal Baseball. And he wanted to see if the cheating cardinal fan that listens to the broadcast was listening to the commercial and was paying attention when he did a commercial for a glass blowing company, right? So he, he figured, "Come on, I'm doing a glass blowing company commercial. No one's listening to this." com.
6: they're going to tell you about a <laughs> That's
4: right. <laughs> That's right. Everyone's <laughs> going to go to that website. I want to learn more about that. Like what do you what do you get? That is how much does it cost? Uh, is it good? How long does it last? I, I want to know details. I need details.
6: What kind of Yelp rating? Are they getting? <laughs> yes, exactly.
4: <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's wonderful. Yeah. My the company shit. sucks. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Hold on, Danny. <laughs> uh, 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 Thank you. I'll be here till Thursday. Well, I do. the The rating, the Yelp rating, is wonderful. Right? They customer service, Eddie, is through the through the roof at that company. All right, they do great service. Yes, You're they right. do. The God's work is what they do. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Here we. go. It's another
7: Ben Maller
6: game. We've endured too many of these. Is it too much or not enough?
4: Enough already. Too much or not enough? We're going to have, in a little bit here, Tinderoni tips as well. Got a bunch of people that want to play this game, lined up, ready to go. All right, who should we pick? So I'll, I'll limit it to two, and then Eddie will have to pick. That's usually how we do this. So he's blindfolded. We have one, and we have, oh, actually, we have one and uh, one and four. One and four. Pick a, pick a number. One and four.
6: I'll go with four. You're
4: going to go with four. All right. You have picked. Joey, who just got in, a line opened up, and he just got in. Joey in Wisconsin. Hello, Joey. Hello, Ben. Look at Joey. Joey is a a Raider fan right now. He's so excited about Wes Welker. He's so fired up. Yeah,
0: I'm fired up, Ben. Yes, I am.
4: You got your Wes Welker Raider jersey? Yeah, you got that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Not Wes Welker. Who is it? Uh, (laughs) Jordan. I got all white guy receivers are the same. I got that. Come on. They all look the same. Come on. See, this show's not taped. Not at all. (laughs) It's a live (laughs) show. Racist. That would have been such a great line. (laughs) Can we do that over? Let's do that. Let's take it from the top, all right? No, all right. Let's get to the game. Uh, Everything good with you, Joey?
3: Everything's good, Ben.
4: Yeah. All right. You sound very excited to be on the air.
3: I am. I am, Ben.
4: Feeling no pain, Joey. No pain no at all. No pain. No pain, Joey. No, no, pain, no. Ben. All right, let's do it. Too much or not enough? You're five for five. You're a legend. Give you two golden tickets, but all you have to do is get three out of five right. The cool thing about the game, and you'll you, you listening while you play along, you can play along, and and all the answers are either too much or not enough. This is not yep. very deep. Easy,
3: Ben. We can do it. Let's win five for five.
4: Well, it's I'm not playing. You know, it's not team competition. All right, here we go, Joey. Good luck to you. And if you get this right, boy, that'll change your life in amazing ways. Question one, since 1900, there have been eight managers to start their careers, nine and one or better. Is that too much or not enough in baseball? Not enough, Ben. Not enough, he says. Is he right? Nah, too much. Believe it or not, Alex Cora and Mickey Callaway are on that list but uh, this year, but there have only been four, two of them this season. Question number two, Mickey Callaway manages. You know what team he manages, Joey? No, you don't. You have no, nobody knows who that is. He's the manager of the Mets. Who the hell watches the Mets? All right, question two, there have been three teams in NBA history to close out the regular season on a 16-game win streak or better. Is that too much or not enough? Question two. Not enough, Ben. Not enough. All right. He's back on track, right? Damn, I got it. Joey. Ben. What the hell are you doing over there? I'm going to slap you around here. <laughs> You're embarrassing. Jordy Nelson is going to listen to this podcast. He's so yeah, embarrassing. I know. Jordy's we- <laughs> <And laughs> Walker- my man. Wes okay. Walker is <laughs> going to listen, to, and he'll also be embarrassed. All right, question number three. You're 0 for 2. The answer is too much. There has never been a team to close out the season on a 16-game win streak. The 76ers can be the first if they win in the last day of NBA competition, which would be tonight in the NBA. Question number three. Dwight Howard, this guy, you got to get this right to stay alive, Joey. I know. You're in hospice care at this point. Uh, Dwight Howard became the sixth player in NBA history to have 1,000 rebounds in seven different seasons. Is that too much or not enough for the journeyman center? Too much. Too much. He's going to go too much. He said he was wrong the first two times. Is he right this time? Oh, Joey. Oh, God, Ben. Joey, you went 0 for 3, <laughs> and you had a 50-50 chance every time, Joey. How do you feel? What do you have to say for yourself, Joey?
3: Ben, I'm not going to play a game for a while, okay?
4: Yeah. All right. All right. I'm uh, sorry, I, man. You embarrassed me. I'm a big fan of your work, Joey, but uh, you embarrassed me. At time. least you're a Raiders fan now.
0: Thank yeah, you, I he's got,
4: am. He's got a new Raider tattoo that he's debuted on his arm. It's very impressive. Uh, well, thank you, Joe. you're terrible at this game, but we have a nice parting gift, a lifetime supply of nothing and a trip to nowhere. And that that trip is good until there's an airport in nowhere, Oklahoma, and then that trip is void. The moment that airport opens, that trip is void. But until then you get a trip to nowhere. And in the holidays, you know not till the end of the year, maybe you want to give someone a nice gift. Before then, and give them the gift of nothing because you've won a lifetime supply of nothing. Good luck to Joey from the casino there in Wisconsin. Tinderoni tips with Danny G Radio. Get that Periscope app open. It's Eddie on FSR. Eddie on FSR. And you can follow along. We'll be in studio with a camera on Periscope. We'll get to that. We'll do it next.
6: The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
4: All right, let's do it right now. Here we go. Yeah, you know what time it is right there. Yes. Tinderoni tips.
2: In a bit of a dry spell? Tinder guru Danny G is here to help. If you have a romantic query and you are under the age of 50 and you're not freaky or disgusting, please give us a call. Well,
4: Danny G Radio is going to make his way into the main studio. This is our weekly feature. Danny G's features, his time to give out wisdom and advice. I, I piggyback on that and I give my years of relationship experience when women would not get anywhere near me. And uh, I give all that advice out as well because it's very valuable information. So Danny's making his way into the studio. He's handing me the questions here. Very exciting, Danny G. There you go. Put your mic on. Settle in. And we're on the Periscope app. It's Eddie on FSR on the Periscope. Yeah, yeah.
7: Happy hump day.
4: Happy uh, hump day to you.
7: And uh, Uh, Periscope will be up shortly. Now it just came up now. No, it's up. All
4: right. All right, here we go. Welcome uh, in,
7: Periscope audience.
4: This comes from Anonymous. Yeah. Isn't I, that a hacker group? <laughs> I think that, this is from the hacker group Anonymous.
7: This came into my DMs and the gentleman asked for his name not to be given on the air.
4: So, All right. Anonymous on Twitter says, uh, first Craigslist personals were shut down. And now Backpage, I saw that, right? The uh, government went after Uh Backpage where all the hookers hung out. (laughs) Uh, Where am I supposed to go to find a massage now, this person (laughs) wants to know. All right, Danny, you know this. I wonder why he wanted to stay anonymous. The dark web? Where do you (laughs) go to to find a nice young lady for a nominal fee? What do you do here, Danny?
7: There's been a lot of conversation the past few days on the interweb about this. Yeah. Now, there is one website which some people say is half spam, but they still use it in they find some success on it, and that is adultfriendfinder.com. Now, Ben, <laughs> there's an opening in the marketplace right now. That's now, now, uh, that's the way we should answer this question.
4: Isn't it a pay site? Though? Don't you have to pay to be on yeah, it? Well, that's what Coop
7: told me. It's, <laughs> <yeah>. it's free <laughs> until it's not free, if you know what I'm saying. You need oh, to upgrade to have certain. So
8: have any luck. Yeah, you have right, to, uh, right,
7: right. So okay. it's kind of like match.com, but the our, uh, NC-17 version. Let's put it that way. Gotcha. But, yeah, there there is definitely an opening right now, although the FBI and in Congress are cracking down on any sites. We talked about this last week, which yeah. is why Craigslist personals were shut down. So uh, it's a bad time no, for –
4: Didn't Craigslist, though, say <laughs> that they, they weren't forced to shut down, but they were – Oh, they did they it on lily. their own yeah, because,
7: yeah. yeah, they don't want to be held liable. So. All
5: right. Well, tough luck, man. This yeah. is I mean, ben told it? me that the hookers are still <laughs> on that page. You just have to know where to find them. <laughs> Coop's so
4: upset with my yeah. my very yeah. uh, wonderful line. Coop uh, said you
7: could still sniff them now, out on Craigslist. Now,
4: now, Danny, uh, Coop also told me this is going to be a boom for the street walking hookers. That this is uh, that'll be that'll be a thing again. Now, why why uh, is the? I mean, it's a
7: whole other show, but why is this? Against the law in our country. I, it's stupid.
4: I completely, let's let's I help completely, the tax completely.
7: taxation in every state. Make yes. it legal.
4: That's the next thing. Once we get uh, through weed, we've got yep. weed now. We've got sports gambling. That's yep. next. The, that could be decided later this year.
7: As my friend Tim in San Francisco always tells me, hey, Danny, you, you pay for it. You
4: wind up paying <laughs> for it anyway somehow. So, so
7: yeah. and I'm like, yeah, Tim. Okay. So
4: usually the barter system. And All I right, used to tell yeah.
7: him, Tim, get off a of back page.
4: Uh, Derek <laughs> on Twitter says, my girlfriend has been arguing with me about what to tip when the bill comes on our weekly date night. What say uh, you guys? Uh, yeah, this is yeah. not a
7: question for Ben.
4: No, what I do <laughs> is I get the app. I have it on my phone. So you, what, I, what
7: app are you using? Oh, hold on a
4: sec. How, oh, how, how to be cheap. The how to be cheap It's not how to be cheap at all. <laughs>
7: The Miser oh, app?
4: Oh, hold on a second. Let me see what I use here. I'm going to punch uh, it up right here. So what I'll, I do, I, I take uh, the tax and oh, double it. It got deleted from my phone somehow. Yeah, I wonder uh, why. It's called Check, Please, <laughs> is what it's called. And it'll do the... Oh, here it is. Yeah, see? Look at that. Right there. Bam. You <laughs> see that? Very So simple. Ben uses
7: that, and then he and then yeah. he minuses well, you, $2 you, off you, of that.
4: You can set the tip. At like I set it at 20%, which is the standard tip. And you put the price of the Standard mail. is
7: 20? Oh,
4: yes. At 20. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. Like 20%. Well,
7: I don't know. I was always taught to take the tax and double it, and then I, I even know. add a yeah. dollar or two to that. So if the tax is five dollars, you know, it's ten, and then I add a dollar, so I would leave eleven for That's that.
4: That's too much math. No, no, it's not. No. You get the app on your phone. You're good see, to go.
7: See why they're arguing about this?
4: Yeah. Uh, Anthony on <laughs> Twitter says, My wife of two years has been it's Tinderoni tips, by the way, has been hounding me for a couple of months now to fix all the dead spots on our lawn. How can I get out of this? Fake uh, an injury. Fake it, injury. an <laughs> That would back. do back.
0: More, my back. lower back. Yes, injury. back. Yeah.
7: Do a type. Ti- pull a Tiger Woods on this one, oh, babe. My back has been bugging me so much lately. Not only will you maybe hopefully get a back massage, but you can call upon that bad back anytime that yard work <laughs> pops up. That's what well, I was that with.
4: was the move. When I covered the NBA a lot, it was lower back injury because yeah. there's really no way to know for sure whether that you're lying or not. There's no real test exactly. to determine whether you're yeah. not. Being yeah. it, you know? so yeah. Go with a lower, lower back injury. Back. Uh, Kevin, real quick in San Francisco, should I be worried that a male coworker of hers uh, has been giving my girlfriend rides after work sometimes? Danny, you got yeah. three seconds. You lazy ass, go pick her up yourself. Yeah, or <laughs> you know, have her go to Uber. or whatever. It's, a, it's an odd spot, yes? An NBA coach has said the thing you're not supposed to say at a time. You're not supposed to say it. And thank God we get to be on this before everybody else. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. On your car insurance, just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So the NBA season winding to a close the regular season, but don't worry, the NBA playoffs will be going on for the next six months, and that'll start this weekend. And in one of the final NBA regular season games, the day before the end of the season, which is last night, the Houston Rockets uh, were in Los Angeles. They played the Lakers, and the Rockets got the win in that game, 105. To 99. Now, that is not a game that will be uh, talked about very much. It will be forgotten about in the big picture. But it's what happened after the game that will create a lot of conversation. And I would say will feed the sports echo chamber uh, nationally for the early part of the day. And it involves Mike D'Antoni. Now, I don't know if you saw this quote. Have you heard about this yet? Maybe not. A lot of people uh, I'm, I'm told that this hour you're just kind of getting up and you're trying to wake up and you're barely you're barely alive to the world. Uh, but last night in Los Angeles, Mike D'Antoni, the Houston coach, was ranting and raving about what an amazing season this has been for the Rockets and the fact that James Harden is the favorite to win the most valuable player award and what a big deal that is and all that. Uh, and then this is the quote. Now, Just imagine, we don't have the audio on this, but just imagine – that I am Mike Dantoni. All right. So, Do some performance art here. I'm pretending to be Mike Dantoni, coach of the Rockets. All right. Uh, here it is. Uh, this is Dantoni. Quote I read something the other day. Sure, James Harden should be the MVP. Sure, Chris Paul and James have been great. Sure, they set a franchise record for wins by about six games worth, but they'll ultimately be judged. By if they win a championship or not, Dan Tony rant, ranted, and then he did a deep pause where he was doing some soul searching. And then Dan Tony said the following, and this is the part of the quote that matters. He said, "Really, it doesn't diminish what these guys have done." Uh, that was Dan Tony's response uh, when asked about you know how he how to celebrate achievements. the Rockets have the top record in the NBA. Uh, they've beaten the Big Bad Warriors in the regular season, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So let's talk about this. Now, D'Antoni's been in this situation before. Back in the old days, about 15 years ago, he was coaching the Phoenix Suns, one of the, the most entertaining teams in NBA history, that era of Suns basketball. But they didn't get it done. They lost. Uh, the, the team, The top team in that run, when they had Sean Marion and Steve Nash, and Amari Stoudemire was the 04 5 Suns. They won 62 games in the regular season, and they went kaput in the playoffs in the Western Conference Finals to San Antonio. There was some controversies. I remember uh, in that. I believe that was the year the Amari Stoudemire took two steps and got suspended. I think that was the year. Anyway, uh, maybe it was a different year. But let's talk about what D'Antoni had to say here, the Rockets coach. Uh, and again, uh, the headline on this kind of simple: D'Antoni essentially saying that this particular season of Rockets basketball can be celebrated and remembered even without a championship. So the question is, do you agree or disagree with Mike D'Antoni? Now, I'm going to go first on this. And my answer is, I agree with him, but with conditions. I agree with Mike D'Antoni, but with conditions. And I've got my thoughts on this. You've got levels, the cold reality, and the balloon popper. All right, so again, you've got levels, cold reality, and balloon popper. I will attempt to put all of this together so it makes uh, some sense. Now, the the first thing is the obvious thing. You have the short game and the long game when you're talking about what is remembered and what is not remembered. And most of this is going to be completely forgotten. Listen, other things pop up, you the, the way I look at sports in general, when we're kids and we first fall in love with sports, generally that's between like the ages of 9, 10, 11, 12. Those are the golden years. And whatever happened when you were watching sports in those years, you compare everything the rest of your life. I'm a middle-aged man, and I still compare stuff that I to when I was a kid, and I remember watching sports, and I felt, first fell in love with sports. And... The, the people today, the kids today, are doing the same thing. They're going to do the same thing when they're 30 years old or 40 years old or 50 years old or 60. They're going to look back to, ah, I was never – the golden age is when I was a kid. So, But you have the short game and the long game, and you can celebrate if you're a Rockets fan. If you're a hardcore Houstonian and you're a delusional Rockets fanboy, for you, you can say, oh, this is amazing. This is great. Man, oh, man. James Harden and Chris Paul, and you can just slobber all over. Slobber, slobber, slobber. All over the Rockets, right? Going on and on and on about the Rockets. The problem, though, is that is a very small, very small group of people. Right, So you have that. You're very small. It's locally based. On a bigger stage, on a bigger platform, the regular season is a warm-up act. It is a nuisance in the way things are remembered. And the second part of this is the cold reality that all of these individual and team accomplishments during the regular season end up on a national level being minimized and devalued. And as as I have been reminded many times, the L.A. Clippers had one of the great runs, uh, one of the more entertaining teams in NBA history with Blake Griffin and, and a uh, Chris Paul in his prime and hammered dunks by DeAndre Jordan, and they were electrifying during the regular season. But I've been told that I can't celebrate that. I've been told that that does not matter, that that was devalued, and it didn't really happen. It doesn't matter because they didn't succeed in the postseason. And so, therefore, that I, I, I you can take no real joy – in that, that's what I'm reminded all the time by teams, uh, fans of teams that are terrible, like Laker fanboys or the historians of the Lakers teams like that. But the uh, the 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 argument has always been, well, there's no participation trophies; they're not handed out participation trophies, so all this needs to be devalued. Now, the final thing, which is arguably the most important part of all this, when you take a look at the Houston Rockets and where they're at right now, and wh- where the Rockets are at. Uh, They are in the pressure cooker, and they're about to enter a very awkward position. So what Mike D'Antoni was doing here is using Jedi-like techniques. Now, what do I mean by that? Uh, The Rockets, based on their regular season success and based on the card of NBA teams that are in the playoffs, and the seeding is going to be done later today. It's going to come down to the very end. But the Rockets now are right there. They're like the B squad behind the Warriors. But it's like the Rockets or Warriors. One of those two teams is supposed to win the NBA championship. So what Mike D'Antoni is attempting to do is to say, well, wait a minute here. There's no need for us to go out there and have tight a syndrome, right? I mean, I don't want the Rockets to take the court in the playoffs and need a defibrillator uh, and you know, an oxygen supply there to, to help them out because they're they're, they're gasping for air because the moment's too big. So he's attempting to remove some of the buildup. Is it going to work? Absolutely not. Uh, do I think the Rockets are going to come out and play relaxed basketball? I do not. Would I bet on the Rockets? No. Are they going to be an overwhelming favorite early on in the playoffs? Absolutely. Do I think James Harden is going to do a vanishing act again? Yes. Uh, do I believe Chris Paul will get hurt at some point? Absolutely I do. But this is about the regular season. So his argument about the regular season, I agree with him. If you're a Rockets fan, you absolutely should celebrate this. You should love this. But you should know that outside of Houston, if the Rockets don't win, this will be minimized, and you cannot celebrate it outside of Houston. It's one of those like little dirty secrets that among Rocket fans you can talk about and celebrate and say how great it was. But outside of that, you, you can't talk about it. It's like our little secret. It's our little secret. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. If you would like to comment on any of that, you are more than welcome. The number, 877-99 on Fox. What do you think about that, by the way? 877 6369 And we're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. If there's one radio show that is on the pulse of community sentiment, it's this show. We are, we are right there. Uh, no, 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 no. You play those sound bites all you want. The pulse of the American people. We understand the climate that is out there. We do, absolutely. <coughs> you be a skeptic all you want, but uh, we know the truth. We know what's really going on. We say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia who's right over there.
6: Now, Ben, I'm obviously very excited. The NHL playoffs are starting tonight. We've got the NBA playoffs coming up.
4: Is there a bracket challenge? Did you put a bracket challenge up? You did not. I did. You did? Yes, I did. Why didn't you tell me about it?
6: Well, I tweeted it out. I assumed you... I don't read your tweets. I I will retweet it right now. All right. What's, should,
4: what's the $7,000 to the winner? Is that right? You're going to pay 7000 to whoever wins? Is A that weed right? man,
6: I believe, is going to do that. Yeah, out of you know, the No, free
4: uh, tickets to the show in Vegas by Weedman. You'll,
6: you'll be the to, only one there. Yeah, you'll have, to, you'll have to take that up with him. You'll but, have uh, the run of the place. Yeah. Now, you uh, is the the first round of the NHL playoffs is usually really exciting, very yeah, competitive. Sure. Uh, it's not uncommon for an eight seed to knock off a one. Uh-huh. Uh, first round of the NBA playoffs, is there anything anything uh, that you think is a little more intriguing than normal? Because it always seems like it's just, you know, get to the finals or get to the conference finals and get the first round over with. Well, the problem is we don't know the matchups yet.
4: That's the problem. Like, y- you have to see the actual matchups. I mean, there's, there's teams that are – if you if you're going to say ride the hot hand if you want to do that, there are some some teams that have played very well. You know, at the end of the year, Utah Jazz have played very well. They would play that's a team that a lot of people are going to be betting on. Although they're not really the the under I mean, right now the Jazz are what the number 3 seed. So they'd actually be the higher seed against San Antonio. And there'll be some people who bet on the Spurs just based on their past glory. But if you base it on the way the teams are playing, then you would you would bet on the Utah Jazz that they beat the San Antonio Spurs in the first round. They'd have home court, and they're playing better basketball, so you'd bet on them.
6: Now, you said earlier in the show there's no reason to worry about the Warriors, at no, least early no. on. In the, all, in the, in, all in. How about the Celtics, your Boston Celtics? Are they ripe uh, to uh, plenty lose of reason, in the first there's round? There's plenty of
4: reason to worry about the Celtics, yeah. yes. Plenty of reason to worry about the Boston Celtics. But I need them to go further, Eddie, because I need content when I do those when the Red Sox aren't playing once a week, and I do that sh- the shows in Boston. So uh, the Celtics right now would open up with Miami. And that's a toss-up series. The Celtics should win that series. It's really about the second round because in the second round, they're likely, likely going to play. It's either Philadelphia. Philadelphia is the number three seed right now. And then after, it, it could be Cleveland. It's going to come down to the final day of the, of the regular season. So uh, I would, if I were to say, who are you going to bet on in the East other than you can't, I wouldn't bet on Toronto. The number, I pretty
6: much, I bet what about on the Sixers. Nah, I don't buy him No. How about who's yeah. a bigger, who's a better threat to, to Cleveland, Toronto or Philadelphia?
4: I, no, one. I go by my statement is it, if LeBron's healthy, the, the Cavaliers are going to end up in the NBA finals. I don't, I don't. I know 76ers are the, the trendy team. They've won a bunch of games in a row here to close out the regular season. I can't wrap my head around. I'm too stubborn, Eddie, with the 76ers. I can't wrap my head around these 76ers ending up. It goes against all of my beliefs. If they end <laughs> up winning the Eastern Conference, I can't do that. I understand. I can't. It's
6: I, like I, picking the Cleveland Browns or something. It would
4: be like Carmelo Anthony and the Oklahoma City Thunder beating the Warriors in the playoffs. If that happens, I will never watch another NBA game again. Wow. I will give up the NBA. I will be done. I will be
6: out. Does I anybody will, really believe he will do that? I will,
4: I will absolutely do that. I'll be done. A lot of heads shaking. I will, no in the I will room. become a WNBA fan. <laughs> that is what I will do. I will support the ladies in the WNBA. That will be my move.
7: Which, which WNBA team would you
4: curse? Uh, the Liberty. Is that a team? Is now, that, could oh,
6: you not oh. be a Sparks fan because it seems like they're – are they owned by the Lakers, Danny G? Is that accurate? The, it seems like they're affiliated with the Lakers and not the Clippers. Is that right?
7: That's, are you saying that because they've won championships? <laughs>
6: yeah, no, because their <laughs> Whoa, uniforms are oh, kind of like that. the Lakers. F- funny guy over there. Wow.
7: Ben, you look like a
6: –
4: Uh-oh. <laughs> what do I look <laughs> like? What? A Monarchs you
7: know what I mean? fan. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be a Monarchs fan. Are they they
4: still around? I I don't know. Didn't they get rid of the? The Boston had a team, but they got rid of it, right?
7: Oh, you would have to ball wash the the Boston WNBA team.
6: team. I didn't know they ever had a team. I think they did have a team.
7: What's the closest WNBA team to Boston? Mm. You could do, uh, a, you New could do York a Ben Liberty? Mallard carpool. No,
6: there's one in Connecticut. I think there's a team oh, in Connecticut. Oh, the Sun, right? They play at the Mohegan Sun Oh, like look at that, Eddie. You
4: you are a closet WNBA fan. Come oh, out of yeah. the closet, Eddie. You love the WNBA.
6: We need Raider Ryan to come back and update us.
4: You know who Weed Man likes is the Phoenix Mercury, because Mercury goes in retrograde, and then he loves that. He gets so excited uh, about that. He can't get enough. Well, see, the WNBA is the one lead. They bleed money still. I mean, they're just losing money right and left. But... The WNBA, people talk about they need you know contraction. There's too many teams. There's a league that did it. They contracted teams. They got rid of teams. The WNBA. They were ahead of the ahead of their time, Eddie, getting rid of these teams.
7: All right, here you go. Atlanta Dream, I'm Chicago Sky, too, Connecticut yeah. Sun, Dallas Wings, Indiana Fever, Las Vegas Aces. What?
4: Why are they allowed yeah, to be called the Aces yeah. and the hockey team has to have a dopey name like the Golden Knights? Why weren't they called the Aces? <laughs> why is it, that why w- that why is was
6: it, my suggestion for the team. Why yeah. is it Silver more, Aces.
4: No, I like the Craps. That would have been better. No, that's terrible. Vegas Craps. <laughs> terrible. Yeah.
7: Um, L.A. Sparks, Minnesota Lynx, New York Liberty, Phoenix Mercury, Seattle Storm, and the Washington Mystics.
6: Are we
4: doing WNBA
6: talk? Is that no, what we're doing? No, now? this is all a bad dream. I mean, because there'll be
4: no one listening. Can I just leave now? I mean, we well turn the station off at this point here. We'll power down the transmitter and we'll just go away. Think about that. Power down the transmitter. What year is this? (laughs) 1930. All right. Yes. Ten years after radio started. We're going to power down the transmitter is what we're going to do. All right. It's uh, the, the Ben Mather Show. If you would like to be part of the festivities here. The number again, 877-99 on Fox. And for those of you that don't listen to the entire show and you're you're wondering what's going on with Benny and the Weed Man, uh, uh, good news, uh, it is on, uh, but I will not be doing it. Someone named Ben Mallor uh, will be doing it, but I am out. Uh, ben Mallor. He's very talented
6: from what I understand. Here,
4: I hear he's good. So Weed has decided to replace me with Ben Mallor, and I will hopefully get him on at some point. We can do an interview with him. Uh, Who is it? Malor, uh, that is his name. How do you spell that? Uh, M-A-L-L-O-R is how you spell that. If
8: I were into computer, I would pimp
1: slap you.
4: Yeah. All right. We'll get to colorblind. We'll get to that, and we will do it next.
6: You can't lick your own elbow, travel at light speed, or sneeze with your eyes open. However, you have the power to increase the audience of the Ben Maller Show. Tweet, Instagram, and Facebook post about the show. Don't be bashful. Tell your friends and family about our distinct program and help add new listeners like yourself. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
4: Later this hour, we're going to have Password, the word game of the stars. We'll get to that. Get the colorblind. Also, right now, we say hello to Andy in Indiana. Hello, Andy.
3: Ben, greetings and salutations.
4: The pleasure is all
3: yours. I've not, I've not called in since you last called me a game show whore.
4: <laughs> you, were, you were triggered by that, and you have run into hiding.
3: I have filed suit. <laughs> you, have filed, ben, you have
4: filed litigation, yes.
3: You... You invented two new things in your monologue today. Yeah. One was you have a new drop, which was slobber, slobber, slobber.
4: Oh, I, I didn't say. Sl- I didn't ever said that. It never happened. Uh, you're making that.
3: Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Second, you invented a new machine that apparently will shock lies out of people. You called a defibrillator a defibrillator. Yeah. So. You know, you, you you know what you are?
4: Yourself. You're a schmuck is what you are. You know that? You're a nitpicking, you should... low-grade schmuck is what you are.
3: No, Ben. That, so that means, that, that, that
4: means you won't call for, like, another six months, right, because they called you that? You're not going to call for well, another you're... six months?
3: Actually, I'd like to stay on the line for password.
4: <laughs> oh, Lucy, you can't. You, that's an addiction. <laughs> you have just oh, No, no, that, that's truth in that. <laughs> you have an addiction. Uh, you have an addiction is what you have.
3: No, you just need you need some life into that game show.
4: We have plenty of life here. We have plenty of Oh, you're the – I hold on. Weed man, what should we do with this guy, Andy? What should we do with him? Blow him up! Blow him up, Danny! Blow him up! Blow him up! Blow him up! Wait, you're going to take weed man's advice? doing a Vegas show at the Flamingo. Blow him up! Blow him up! Blow him up! Right,
3: Reed? What? Blow him up! That's what he
4: said. How about Blow Danny him up. Danny's not blowing Blow him up.
3: up Blow him up
7: I don't know I don't like taking uh TNT orders from Weedman
4: right, I'll give I'll give him the dial tone eh? enjoy that get out of here Doc Mike is in Chicago hello doc
3: Good morning. Did you guys check Google to see if there was any reference to the Golden Goat yesterday? On, but, uh, I, di-
4: I didn't see it. Now, the Cub game got snowed out. The Cub opener was...
3: That was on Monday, yeah. But go, yesterday, go ahead,
4: Chicago. Yesterday,
3: the Golden Goat was given to uh, 44,000 freezing fans over there with a loss to the Pittsburgh Pirates.
4: Now, you, your, your moment of pure bliss was in 2013. That was the crescendo. <laughs> there are still stories up. It's severed goat's head at Wrigley Field Mirrors Curse on Cubs. Uh, goat Head's delivery to Cubs owner Tom Warner at Wrigley Field. There's a headline there. Uh, those are the big headlines. I don't see anything from this one. Yeah. Sorry, Doc. Well, you don't have to hang up. I mean, <laughs> what the hell was that about? Uh, let's go to Angry Bill. Angry Doc. Angry Bill is next. What's going on, Angry Bill?
8: What about a nine-year-old girl? And my complete disdain for my Yankees right now are driving me crazy.
4: I think the Yankees look great. Aaron Boone's doing a good job. And Carlos Stanton's hitting the baseball very well. Whatever they're doing, I hope they can keep it up the rest of the season.
8: Yeah, forget about it. How? How In the beginning of last season, they needed pitching. The whole season, they needed pitching last year. Then they get mesmerized by a little bit of good pitching in the playoffs, and they decide they don't need pitching. They start this year with no pitching. They must get frequent flyer weight miles because they re-signed Sabathia. It is unbelievable.
4: Well, he's the least of their problems. How about about, about Severino? last? Severino, who had been great on the road, had been wonderful the second half of last season, got lit up. By the Red Sox,
8: lit up. So what's the point? He was on the team last year. They needed new people.
4: new people. Nobody signed new people in baseball. The Yankees got a new guy. They got Giancarlo Stanton. The, no, the, the Yankees' problems are bigger than new people. The guys they had last year were good. They suck now. These guys. The they first need, week they
8: didn't. They didn't need new pitching. They didn't need. Was that what you're telling me they didn't? Uh, need uh, new according
4: pitch. according to your your God, Brian Cashman, they didn't need new pitching. No, because
3: they fired a the guy. You let, you let Arietta go to Philadelphia. You let another team.
4: go. is not that good. Stop. He's with better Arrieta. than what they got. He's not that he's better good. Better than what they got. He's not. But, Stop. D- You're these reaching. Guys that are
8: running teams now are doing it with blinders. They don't have a clue. Yeah. yeah. You,
2: you
4: want the they Yankees, have Yankees have to clue. sign another, you know, washed up, passes prime pitcher? That would solve everything. Jake Arrieta.
8: Well, they re-signed Sabathia. Talk about washed
3: up. What? what yeah. July Fourth, his knee's gone again, or he's in alcohol rehab? Which is it?
4: That's a low blow. That is a low blow. blow, blow Ang- that is a low blow by Angry Bill. Absolutely
3: moronic. Yeah. I, I don't mind getting uh, Stan, but you've got to get pitching. Pitching
4: yeah, is I, the name I, of the I game. Just give you know up. Why, just, uh, just announce the Red Sox are better. Go ahead. Say it. Red Sox are better.
8: We'll see some playoff time if they're better. Uh, if,
4: the Yankees okay? make, if they make the playoffs, the Yankees. they might Nobody, not.
8: Chokes, nobody chokes more than your uh, what? babysitting what? Boston radio show.
4: Whatever that means. You're so stupid. You know, no sense. Uh, ridiculous. The Yankees, by Maller math, are two games out of the cellar in the American League East. So if Tampa can win a couple more games and the Yankees can lose the next couple of games, by the end of the week, the Yankees could be in last place in the American League East. You know what they need to do? They need to bring back Billy Martin. They need to bring Billy Martin back and get a shovel Bring Billy Martin back, and that will save everything for the Yankees. That's what they have to do. We'll get to colorblind. We also have password, the word game of the stars, password. We'll get to all that. We will do it momentarily. But right now, Eddie Garcia is here,
6: and he will give you the latest. Eddie? Well, Ben, in the NBA, it was the second to last night of the regular season. The 76ers made it 15 wins in a row. It's a new franchise record. Thanks to a 121-113 win over the Hawks. The Jazz embarrassed the Warriors with a 40-point win, 119-79 the final. Rookie of the Year candidate Donovan Mitchell at Utah with 22 points. Rockets get their league-leading 65th win of the season beating the Lakers in LA 105-99 and the Wizards beat the Celtics 113-101 in a possible first-round playoff preview. Boston right now is number two seed in the East. Washington is the eighth seed. In baseball games of note, Red Sox make it nine wins, nine wins in a row. They're 9-1 of the season after a 14-1 drubbing of the Yankees. Mookie Betts hit a Grand Slam Homer. Mets are also 9-1. They've won seven straight to beat the Marlins 8-61 assessment with a two RBI double in the ninth inning. That was the game-winning hit. Angels get their ninth win. They're 9-3 on the year after beating up on the Rangers to one Mike Trout hit his fourth home run of the year. The Cardinals and Giants also get walk-off wins. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore. With True Price from True Car, now you can know the exact price for the next car that you will buy. This is true car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience Ben did you see that uh Patriots owner Robert Kraft was in prison uh recently he
4: Yes he got arrested for
6: the Patriots no, he not didn't. winning no, the no, Super he did Bowl not. he was uh, put in jail temporarily He was visiting rapper Meek Mill
4: the great in Meek state Mill state
6: prison in Pennsylvania Yeah uh apparently he's... Free Meek Yeah I I guess he is uh, Kraft is behind that uh, movement to try and get him out he said he's an amazing young man <laughs> uh, I know how I'd feel if I were in the situation. He's very intelligent, uh, and uh, I guess Mills, since the to two to four years in prison for a probation violation when he failed well, a yeah, drug he, test, uh,
4: he got arrested for fighting, and there were some other things. And then he he was already on probation, and then uh, so he it's not like he didn't do anything, but they got a lot of support behind him, Meek Mill, People desperately trying to get him out of jail there. Well, a lot of people
7: were upset because the judge said he wanted to make an example out of Meek Mill. Yeah, and so I got
4: to tell you though, if I was on why. probation, I would I would stay in my I would I would not yeah, go yeah, anywhere. Yeah. I would stay in my house. I wouldn't go out. I would be totally freaked out. I was going to violate my probation. Oh, oh, Danny, I give know- him credit; he can go out. He's not an introvert like me. I wouldn't do anything. Danny, do you know why
6: Robert Kraft would have any interest in him? They or- Party together.
4: They pick they up do? chicks. Yeah, they pick up chicks why together. Yeah, you know that. Yeah. yeah, it's
7: it's a weird. It's a weird combination of personalities. Well, well,
4: I, Robert Kraft has a house in L.A. But, and he lo- but, he's a star. But Meek Mill's too. from
7: Philly, though Ben.
4: I understand that, but Meek Mill travels around and all that, and, and Robert Kraft he loves celebrity. Yeah, he loves the fact it, that he's famous it, by owning an NFL team. I
7: guess was- it's kind of like that Drake thing, Eddie, where, you know, some some teams and and athletes are and entertainers are like it's a moth to the flame.
6: Okay.
4: Yeah, well, jock-sniffers, star-effers, they all hang out together. That's the that's what happens. All right, so yeah. Ben. What's
6: that? Yuck.
4: Yeah. All right, so Ben Maller's show, we are coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Not typically an avenue to talk about Russell Crowe on the show, but did you see the uh, Academy Award-winning actor from his past, Russell Crowe, over the weekend, There were a bunch of things that he owned, his life's possessions, that were auctioned off, over 200 different things. Yeah, he's getting divorced, right? Yeah, he's getting divorced. uh, So uh, he gets to give away all his stuff. Ah, Is that great? What a great setup, man. What a great setup they got. So he's getting rid of all his crap. uh, And one of the items here, uh, this is uh, according to Bloomberg. uh, One of the items up for auction was a Muhammad Ali plaster face cast. A, mo- a plaster plaster cat Now, what the hell's the backstory on that? There you must got be. Me. There must be a good backstory. That Muhammad Ali plaster face mask sold for two thousand three hundred and eighteen dollars. Somebody paid that for that.
6: The only sports connection I know Russell Crowe, other than playing a boxer in a movie, was he owned a I think a rugby team in Australia. That's about all I know about him in sports. Uh, there's
4: a leather jock strap that he wore that sold for $8,000. Who's he?
6: Muhammad Ali? No, Russell Crowe.
4: Oh. <laughs> you can get in the loins of Russell Crowe there for $8,000. His wife's uh, kind of getting into him. Uh, a hello. There. Uh, there's a boxing glove signed by Crowe, Ron Howard, and Renee Zellweger. Ah, uh, yes.
6: He was in that movie uh, Cinderella Man.
4: Uh, $7,930. That can be yours, Eddie. How about a nice blue satin robe worn by Russell Crowe? That can be yours. It was sold for twenty four thousand dollars. You know how many you know blue satin robes you can buy for twenty four thousand uh, dollars? Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Uh, that, but that was uh, all in Australia. They auctioned off a bunch of Russell Crowe's crap. Was auctioned off. Now we teased colorblind, and if you tease, you got to please. A shout out to the Fox Broadcasting Company, one of the big shots at Fox, announced that this season you will not be seeing those color-rushed uniforms. The NFL has – well, Fox, actually, who's got the Thursday package, and they paid billions, billions of dollars for that Thursday night package. Uh, the people running Fox Sports say no. Ixnay on the alternative uniform A on Thursday night football, the color rush jerseys will go the way of the dodo bird. And the statement from Bill Wanger of Fox Sports, he said, quote, the hardcore fan doesn't need gimmicks to watch. And then they said the games will be better. Your level of anger that we will not get to see those bright red colorful uniforms of the color rush. Devastated. Devastated. Are they still going to sell the color rush jerseys? They're still going to sell them, right? Ben, personally, I liked the color. You enjoyed that.
6: Some of them were okay. Some of them were pretty hideous. It was a mixed bag.
4: I I was upset with the people that were... Remember when they first started, both teams would wear the bright-colored uniforms, and then there was a group that complained because they were getting... uh, Colorblind, right? Well, not... No, no. There was something else. They were getting... By watching... What was the condition? I'm, forget, I'm in a middle block here. There's something that happened but when both teams wore, like, bright-colored jerseys. Oh, Tourette's. Was it Tourette's? Was that <laughs> it? <laughs> no. Yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> they got Tourette's, Eddie, according to Danny G. My source, Danny G, tells me they got Tourette's. I don't think that's right. Anyway, whatever whatever. I forget what it was. But they made a big deal about it. So the NFL then changed it. And so it was one team would wear the bright clown costume, and then the other team would have to wear all white, which that ruined it for me. At that point, I was done. I was out. I said, no, I don't need this. I don't need this in my life at all. It's, uh, it's ridiculous. Isn't that right? Doc Mike, you agree with me on that, right, Doc?
3: Yeah, what happened? We got disconnected. You hung up uh, on
4: me, Doc. Why would you hang no. up on me? How many years uh, no, have no, I no known like you, Doc? How many, years, know. how many years have I, I talked to you? We're friends. I've met you. Know, you. I want
3: to be. I want to be in charge of the new affiliate here for Fox Radio in Chicago. You do. And you want to should be the. You should be the Ben Maller back to Chicago. We're on
4: in Chicago. We're on satellite radio in Chicago. We're on internet radio on iHeart all over the place. We're on in Chicago.
3: It's all high tech. I've got a radio <laughs> here.
6: <sighs> now, will Doc yeah. Mike be joining us in Las Vegas for Benny and the Weed Man? That's a good point.
4: Doc, July 28th, Vegas. Are you going to be there?
3: Yeah. They, we're, well, I'm bringing the Golden Goat with me. Yeah. yeah.
4: He's going to write. Gonna... you got to write a letter on your, your feather quill pen. You have to write. <laughs> <laughs> send, send. Coop doesn't even know what that means. But you have to send on a letter, use your, your quill pen there, and you can send a, a note. All right. We'll get to password the word game of the stars. Password. We get to that, and we'll do it next.
6: Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
4: And we are moments away from password The word game of the stars is the last day. It's the last day of the NBA regular season. It seems like just yesterday the NBA began playing uh, 12 months ago, and now the regular season is going to come to an end. And uh, watching the NBA, you'll see a lot of LeBron James in the playoffs. And one of the great things about LeBron James, when you look at his hairline, it's fascinating. It moves up and down and all around. But what about you? What about you? What about your hairline? Is it slowly starting to move back? Move back now. Holler back now. Moving on back. That that bald spot, you know what I'm talking about? Any bald spot there? Yeah. Well, 66% of men lose their hair by age 35. And we are told when you start to notice there's an issue there, it is too late. And yet a lot of guys will do nothing or they'll turn to like voodoo solutions, if you will. You know what I mean? And yet, you can turn to medicine and science. Well, I have the, the thing for you. It's forhims.com It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. I'm talking about real doctors, medical-grade solutions for your situation to treat uh, hair loss. And these are, these are well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. We're not talking about the stuff you get you go to the gas station, you know, it's like 2 in the morning uh, you're getting a little gas, you want some potato chips, and uh, look at that there's some pills that'll make my hair grow or some magic potion. We're not talking about that. These are prescription solutions backed by science and so simple no awkward doctor visit you're going to save hours of your time by going to forhims.com it's so simple. All you have to do is answer a couple of quick questions on your phone. Doctor will review and prescribe you. Uh, actually, you know, on the website, you know, a doctor will prescribe your for you your situation. The products are then shipped directly to your door. And if you order right now, my listeners to the Ben Maller show get a free uh, trial. That's it's not totally free. You got to pay five bucks right now. A uh, wall supplies last, but that's pretty close to free. Uh, see the website for full details. It's just five dollars. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. So go to 4hims.com slash maller. That's F O R H I M S dot com slash MALLER for hymns dot com slash MALLER.
0: Attention, everyone. And, and the password, password is password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller.
4: All right, let's do it. Let's welcome our contestants. We're a little short on time, so we say hello to Lance in Maine.
3: Hello, Lance. Hey, what's going on, Ben? Long time no
4: talk, too. You disappeared? We, we, we were going to find Danny G's last name. You just ran away. Uh no, we... no. Nope,
0: nope, nope. We're still going to find it. I Don't know.
4: worry about it. All right. Well, good luck on that. We have Lance in Maine and Dave in Cincinnati. Hello, Dave. How's it going tonight, Ben? Welcome, Dave. Uh, you ready to do this? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Very good. So Dave in Cincy and Lance in Maine. And Lance, you got on the air first, so... I want Eddie G. I've
2: been waiting to get
4: on with Eddie G for years. All Eddie right. G. It's a bad decision by you. I'm going to put an L next to your name. And Dave, in Cincinnati, who would you like to partner up with, Dave? Let's go with you, Ben. All right. That's a good job by you, and we're, we're going to win the game. I'm gonna roll, Dave. Bad job, Ben. That's bad a good job, job. You're a loser, Lance. You're going to disappear once you lose this game. You'll go hey, away.
3: Eddie, All let's right. beat him like a Hebrew slave. Oh, racist!
6: Wow!
4: All right, what a schmuck! What's up? Um, rooting,
7: ro- rooting for you until that comment. Okay, uh, <laughs> gentlemen, ten words on the board. Each word is good for ten points. For every incorrect guess, we take a point away. Lance, you are on the line first. Pick a number one through ten.
8: Uh,
4: five.
7: Five. Eddie, number five. Ooh,
4: bad, bad, bad. All right, Lance. Bad,
8: the bad, password bad, bad, bad.
6: is. Clue. Yes. All right,
4: that's incorrect. Uh, Dave, I will say suggestion.
8: Uh. Oh.
0: Idea?
4: I don't Oh. 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 I just used my fastball.
6: (laughs) I'm going to have to use my knuckleball coming up. All right, uh, Lance. Uh,
3: Good luck, tried, Eddie. We tried a
0: clue. I'm going to try to advise. No, no. You didn't even give didn't a even, clue. It doesn't matter. Back right. to us All without right.
4: the clue. Uh, uh, let's go with innuendo. Suggestion. All right. If it wasn't suggestion <laughs> the last time, it's not going to be suggestion this time. Oh, my God. You guys want to skip to Yeah, let's another throw one? it. I was yeah. short on time. But we were looking for a, a clue or a suggestions yeah. known as a hint.
7: Hint. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lance. But well, pick- not for you guys, but for yeah. everyone else. Yeah. Uh, right. Lance, pick a different number then. one through Well, three. well, three. well, three. well oh, no, Dave gets it. Well, because no, was no, supposed no, to. No, not no. Yeah, yeah. Dave-, yeah, yeah, nah, Dave.
4: No. Oh, Lance went first. Dave I, gets to pick a word now. That's how it works. I, I know, but in it line. It doesn't matter. Okay. Dave, go all ahead, right. Dave. Right. Excru- you screwed excru- excru- the
8: word. You're, you're We're one, not
7: cheating at all. You, one through you, four. You had your chance. You blew it. Ten. Dave. Number
8: nine.
7: All right, number nine.
4: Number nine. All right. Uh, let's see here. It should be easy. Of course, the last one should have been easy. Uh, let's go with power. Energy? Bam. 10 Nothing. <laughs> Woo! Good job by you. Okay. Go
8: ahead, okay. Lance. You're losing. All right, Lance.
7: One through four, six through eight, or ten?
2: Do uh, it ten.
6: Number ten. Lance, are you familiar
2: with the oh, Mallow
4: no, maneuver? No, don't be doing that.
6: <laughs> don't be doing that.
3: I, I, am, I, I am. You failure. are familiar
6: you with it. You okay. Have, you don't have to do well, it. Well, I'm going to do it because I want you to actually get a word right. Uh, wow. Here we go. You ready? Okay. Police? Office. That's right.
4: E Z.
6: Alright, Dave, quickly High for the win.
8: Ten.
7: One right. through four. Six through eight. Pick a number.
8: Four.
4: Number four. Quickly. Uh, right, Talking about do, E-Z. I'll do the mallard maneuver. Alright, ready? Alright, here we go. Alright, let's see here. Gonna waste time. Quickly. No, no, hold on a sec. Uh let's go with.
6: Hmm. He's totally Come
0: wasting on. time. I'm not wasting time. It's a tie. I'm not, wasting, a tie. Uh,
4: I'm not wasting time. I'm going to get to
0: it right now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go
7: the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the
2: extra mile for you. Call. ClickGranger.com, or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done.
1: I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started the Big Take DC.